Welcome to show 24 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Um, yeah, uh, with me tonight, I have... Is that... Who's, are you still clicking? <laughs> stop I'm it. I'm purposely doing that to yeah, be well, a jerk. Well, stop it. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, what do you like? Uh, well, we have got Duke here, noisily clicking on his mouse on purpose. <laughs> yeah! I'm noisily clicking on my mouse. Please, you gotta help me out here. I'm looking for my girlfriend. She's very sick. I gotta get her medicine. She's she's tall. She's got uh, she's purple. She's got some some scars on her. A purple outfit. Have you seen her around here? Oh yeah, visa of them. We have a truth for Maxell. What are you talking about? What are you, some kind of a Swede? You're talking to me in Swedish in Times Square. <laughs> yeah, I've absolutely no idea what I was. Of course for. you don't. Nobody does. I'll give $100 million to the person who can tell me what movie that's from. Oh, 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 oh why don't you just give away a free T-shirt that no one's going to get because they're never going to get the answer. <laughs> Did we ever, ever give out the answer to no, that? No, hell no. Because in the, we're never no, going to. But no one in a million years... Do you know, do you know what, Chinny, actually? I actually sent him a, a, a different variation on the clue so it would make... Not easier, but it would give more of a clue to the actual answer and he wouldn't let me tell people. Absolutely not. That's not worth a T-shirt if they get helpful hints. Yeah, but there's no, no one will get that hint that you get. I don't care. No one, ever. No. Those Absolutely not. Well, they are, they are, right, but at least... You know, give people a bit of a carrot. You know, they didn't even have yeah, a fight. Hey, look, you can give people all the carrots you want if you're going to spring for the shirt. If I'm paying for it, they get to answer my clue or they get nothing. Look, no one's ever going to get the T-shirt. Fine, I mean, then they get nothing. Because it didn't even make sense anyway when it you told me. It didn't make sense. What are you talking no, about? No, it was terrible. Totally made it sense. It was the worst clue ever. My clue was way better than clue. Yours. You suck. Yeah, my clue was better than yours. Oh, you're rubbish. Anyway, we've got Chini here as well, also. Yeah, yeah, I'm here doing stuff. I'm, I'm not in the mood today. I'm down today. Really? Uh, why? Why are you I down? I don't know. I'm not down, down, like, like I'm depressed. I actually I actually um, uh, made some cookie dough today, ice cream and cookie dough. Oh, nice. I don't know why I did that. I just felt like doing it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really hot. Well, you actually made uh, it. You didn't buy it. Yeah, I made it from scratch. What, proper uh, ice cream and everything? Uh, well, I made the cookie dough from scratch. I didn't make the ice cream. Ah, oh, okay. All the cookie dough and stuff. It's like Pizza Hut's cookie dough. I made it all. Really? What What made you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you was into cooking. I, I, I don't mind baking. Right. Just not cook. I'm not a fan of cooking. So, so would it be fair to say you're a master baker? Is that? No, I'm not quite. <laughs> More of a novice, to be honest. Oh, there you go. There you go. You didn't get? Did you get that joke, though? I, yes. Of course, I got it, Stu. Right, I'm not right. It was a pretty elaborate joke. Yeah. Well, right. I know it was. It was complicated. I got it when I was five, Stu, and I didn't laugh then. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, so you've been you've been baking, not playing games, you know? I have been playing a lot of games. I know, I've noticed, but we'll come on to that. We'll come on yes. to that in a minute. Or two. Um, first, you had something that has nothing to do with games, and it is about you being embarrassed <laughs> to be British. Yeah, actually, yes, that that I wasn't going to mention, as it goes, and I'm still not going to. So, you know, you can gloat all you like, I'm not mentioning it. Good. Um, but I, what I will mention is the England fan who happened to wander into the England dressing room by mistake looking for the loo, apparently. Did you see this story? <laughs> I didn't hear about that. Did you not hear about this? No. So, so basically, this... I heard about everybody tying again. 
No, no. So basically, this British guy uh, asked the supposedly asked the security guards where the nearest toilet was, and he directed them down the players' tunnel, supposedly. And the he happened to wander into the England dressing room, and (laughs) there was all the England players in the dressing room. Not only that, but. Joe Cole came wandering out of the shower naked, apparently in front of him, and did a double take, like, who is this guy in the dressing room? And he confronted David Beckham to tell him what he thought about the game. So there you go. So that's, yeah. that's Where was what... that? What, 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 what publication? No, 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 he's, he's actually up in court. They, they arrested him, and he's, oh. he's appearing in court for it. He's, he's saying that he did it by accident. Yeah, he's saying, basically, he, he sold his story to the Sunday Mirror, and he's, he basically told them that he was all he was doing was looking for the toilet, but he didn't miss the opportunity and, and asked David Beckham why the, you know that everybody saved up to go out there and they played so rubbish and and whatnot. But apparently David Beckham's just laughing it off. Thinks it was funny. He said he didn't do anything wrong, and he said if he if he goes to court, which you know the South African authorities apparently taking him to court for it, he said he's going to call all the England team as witnesses <laughs> on his behalf. <laughs> so can you can you imagine the circus? Well, uh, I don't know. Like they might turn up, but you might get a, like a kind of a draw, really, with the judge and the the England team. Probably can't get an agreement. And <laughs> no. Go away, go home, disappointed. That that is quite possible. I did feel sorry for the guy a little bit because he, it, you know, it's pretty obvious he didn't really do. And and all, not only that, but Prince William and Harry joked it was their fault because he left the door open after they'd huh? been in the dressing room to talk. <laughs> So they, they were joking about it as well. They just thought, everyone just sort of thinks it's funny, apart from the South African authorities who were, you know. And it'll probably get his arms but chopped if you had off. Zella, they'd be all like, oh, you're awesome. Yeah, I reckon, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty strict out there. I reckon he'll chop his hands off or something, maybe. You know? What are you talking about? That's what I like in no South Africa, you know, with the laws out there. You I know, don't they don't think they Arabia? chop <laughs> They just no, don't go. You know, they don't chop people's arms off in South Africa. Are you, are you sure? Don't shoot him or something, maybe. No, no. What about shoot him in the foot so he wouldn't be able to trespass again? Maybe no, don't. Shoot, I think no. you're thinking of like 18th century slave owners in yeah. North America. Who knows what they're going to do to the public? Stuff up about how they enforce the law in South Africa. Yeah. Oh, they shoot you in the foot. Yeah, that's what they definitely do. Also, I wanted to mention before we do get onto games. Um, yeah, we've got forums now, so I thought we'd mention it. At the, at the oh, And also at the end of the show. Also at the end. So I thought we'd mention it now and later. So. We're going to register, and if yeah. something goes to the registration, then you can leave a message in the chat box or something, because for some reason they've been screwing up. I, I wonder if it has to do with that skin that we put on it, because that's got some other bugs in it, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, just let us drop us a note in the chat box if something goes wrong with your registration, because we've had to sort some of them out by hand. But we'll get you registered. We'll make sure you can get in. And you never know. If you're lucky, yeah, you might get an email. Apparently. There's been some cool stuff on those forums, though. People need to come check it out. Yeah, and we, we've got 14 members already after a That's day. That's right. 14 yeah, members. I, know it, I know it doesn't sound a lot, but, you know, if a lot of the listeners come up and have a look, you know, that'd be come cool. On, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, come and join us. You know, you can give your views on the show or on gaming in general or whatever you like, really. Just come along and, and leave your views on there. Start some threads, answer some topics, sorted. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm having a look now. Yeah, yeah. We have got 40 members. Mind you, three of those members are us, to be fair. Yeah. And and I want to know, why why are me and Chinny not green? Because are we not moderators, then? You're moderators. Well, we're not green. You're not administrators. 
No, no, no. Administrators are red. Global moderators are green. We should. Be I don't green. know. I've spent two days peer- squinting at the code to try to get that stuff up that we have now. Oh, I'll salty. sort out why your name's not green sooner green. or later. Sort it out. It's not important to me. It's right important now. to me. Well, you know what? Then you can try to figure out why it's not green. <laughs> you can play it if you weren't red. I'll bet. No, I don't care what color my name is. It doesn't matter. In fact, the skin that we're using makes it hard to read red text. So I'd rather have my name be purple. But you know what? It doesn't really matter. Let's talk about video games. Um, yeah, well, I thought we'd start off because there's something we've all played just tonight, just before the show started. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought we'd... we'd, we'd Space get, Arc! Yeah, yeah. We'd get straight into that, which was... that stupid game. Shut up! Um, I did! I know, we don't care. Shut up. Um, <laughs> what game? What game? Space Arc. Yeah, it's a new arcade game. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. All right, go ahead. What game are you talking anyway, about, Stu? Um, yeah, Crackdown 2. Crackdown yeah, Crack 2. Down two. Um, so, yeah, it, because we do record the show on a Monday for anyone who's wondering, you know, why we're talking Just about this now. Monday. Oh. Because, you know, we've got to, you know, I want to fiddle with it all week to make sure it's nice when I publish it. That's what she said. That's what I said. Um, so, yeah, so what What do we think then? Let's start with you, Chini. What do you think? Crackdown 2. It's Crackdown. That's what it is. Uh, it seems like you got a little bit more stuff to do. It's not. It's not just kind of find this boss and and shoot him and kill him. Uh, and th- those kind of orbs that you have to chase and stuff. There's one that you have to chase in cars and ones agility ones that you have to chase, jumping around. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. it it's. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 just more crackdown. I, I, it's hard to say because it's such a you know small section of the game. Kind of hard. I was I wasn't on it as long as you two was because I was busy doing stuff. It's a time but, demo, and it starts when the first person starts yeah. the game. So Chinny so came in like, like ten, 10 minutes, minutes late. He had ten minutes less. <laughs> yeah. What's so, up with that? <laughs> yeah, but I, I liked it. I mean, it's it's just definitely got that that crackdown like addiction to it. You know, of I want to get some more orbs and stuff, and it's. I think it it makes a difference being more people in there. You know, we had we had the three of us in there, and um, if that's a game where more is better, you know, like some co-op games don't really work if it goes beyond two. Whereas I think Crackdown Two works well with uh, three and possibly four people in there. So I'm curious to see what the multiplayer stuff is going to be like. Um, but as far as the single player, I'm not worried about it anymore. I think it's going to be fun. I'm gonna. Have, I, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be day one for me, but. Uh, if I can rent it as quick as possible, then, then, I, then I might do that. Because it's looking good. Looking very good. And it looks... Do we have a release date? It's yeah, July. It's July, it is. Nice. Yeah, it's not far. So, yeah, I mean, it looks really nice. I mean, it looks so much better. So I played the... That's my anniversary. Woo! I, I played the first one recently, so I remember uh, how how the first one looked. And it's, it's a nice-looking game now. And, uh, yeah, very good. I, I'm pleased with it, yeah. I mean, I've I've got to say, in some ways, it doesn't look quite as uh, as shiny as the first one because the first one was very clean cut looking, wasn't it? You know, very sort of all sharp edges and and this one, I think, because it's all broken down, it doesn't look quite as sharp as the first one. But yeah, I think the agency that's... doesn't have as much pull anymore, man. The cells are starting I, to take I, over. I know. Uh, what was quite nice though, you start up the game and within ooh, I don't know, 30 seconds a minute, you can actually play. Do you remember how long it used to take for the uh, the game yeah, to start up? In... It took a while. Oh, my God, it took forever, didn't it? How long? How often did you watch that uh, city spinning round to the music while you were waiting for yeah. it to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. be able to play? And uh, But what was nice... We, music? Was... You mean this music? Yeah. Yeah, we had a music. 
All right, I'm done. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So we got in there, no worries, and there was no lag, there was no frame rate issues or anything. It, it was very smooth, I have to say. Oh yeah, smooth yeah. like the leader of the couch marks. Yeah, it was very smooth. Um, and what was quite nice for me, you know, they've done the same as the as the first time round demo, which is, you know, they've they've all right. Who's clicking? Who's typing? That might be me. Stop <laughs> typing. All right, sorry, jeez. I can hear Sorry, everything. I think we're all, it's that time of the month for all of us. We're like, we're in this nasty, like, cranky mood, all of us. Uh, <laughs> shut up, dude. You shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was nice to me, it was pretty much like the very original, uh, the original demo, which allowed you to level up really quickly, uh, which obviously isn't going to be the case once you get into the, into the full game. Uh, but that was quite nice, and obviously I got to about level three, just under four on agility on one of the times I played it through tonight. And, yeah, I was getting pretty high and running pretty quick. And it, it does make you – you forget how slow it is at the beginning, how slow your character moves. Yeah, yeah. When I, I mean, like, I jumped in while you two was playing, and I was like, what's this? What's going on? I can't move. It's like going uh, from Modern Warfare to uh, Rainbow Six. Yeah. Yep, yep. But yeah, once once you got going though, you you soon that soon sorts itself out. It didn't take long, but I'm assuming again in the in the main game it'll take you quite a while. Yeah, it will. Um, uh... There isn't. I don't believe there's any um, the agency. Oh uh, god, what did you used to call them? You know where you could go and get your new weapons and stuff. Prostitutes. Yeah, there is the the point the lookout things the strongholds. Or is there? Like I didn't think there were that, those were in this yeah, because you can yeah, get a helicopter in. drop anywhere, can't you? Now with stuff. There's a there's a star there's like stars on and uh, yeah. yeah but that just drops you down there I, you see I, part of the fun for me in the first game was you know the ones that are in the really high places and you couldn't get to them at first and and part of it for me was getting to those places you couldn't get to straight away part of the fun. but th- that that wasn't very fun to me that was annoying oh, you see I love that I like that. I really like that. The fun to me was getting all the orbs. That's the fun. Yeah, true. And I, I, you know, I felt that straight away. As soon as you see the next one, like, oh, there's another one, and then you go, oh, I can't quite get yeah. to there yet. Need to go and get some others first, and I'll come back for that one. And uh, I hit 25 agility orbs, and I got a little light thing went, you've hit 25. Like, oh. You know what I'm waiting for in one of these open world games is not just one waypoint, but the ability to put down a few notes on your HUD or whatever it is on your map. Because there have been a lot of games where I'm like, all right, I need to come back here at some point once I've done this other thing or once I have this weapon. And I have to try to remember it or I can write it down on a scrap of paper near my chair, you know, or whatever. But it's it, it should have that in the game, especially if it, the premise is... Fallout, Fallout Three just like I have that problem with Fallout Three. Sorry. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. I need to come back here when I have like a hundred uh, uh, lockpick skill or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know, do you know my mate? Did you do you know Obli- you've obviously played Oblivion, Duke, haven't you? No, I never played that. Have you never played Oblivion? Yeah, you. Just are. kidding. Yes, I played it. Um, well, my mate, he got the map. You know the map you get free. Yeah. You got you right on it. Yeah, he got a fine permanent marker, and every place he found, he, he put a little dot and a little, you know. Why? So he could, so he knew where he'd been on the map and how many places he'd discovered. He but was, it shows up on the in-game map. I know, but you know what he, you know, he was. He's very, a nerd, is what you mean. He's just a nerd with too much time on his hands. That is true, but he, he sort of had it then, <laughs> you know, for prosperity. <laughs> for prosperity. Yeah, yeah everywhere. <laughs> Anybody's he, gonna care. I know. Look well, at he, all these places I went to. He did. Uh-huh. But there were hundreds, weren't there? There were hundreds in the Blue Yes, there were a lot of places. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Um, so there you go. It's like it interrupt the game flow a lot. Like, oh, you discovered the abandoned mine. Hang on. 
<laughs> Abandoned mine. Did he draw a little picture of a mine? Or Possibly. Did he just do Possibly. But I do remember him having it with them all on. I do remember him having that with it's them kinda, all. It's impressive, I suppose, but it's also sad. Yeah. But also, I think as well, because I remember there used to be, um, there was a cave. There was a bit of a glitch in Oblivion. And there was a, it was part of one of the quest lines. I think it might have been the Knights Guild. And one of the quests was you had to go, all the villagers had been sort of kidnapped and taken to this cave. And you went through and there were all wraiths and stuff inside it. But if you went to that cave before you'd done that quest and cleaned out all the stuff that was in it, which was like all these, you know, ogres and stuff. But they never, they never respawned until you did the quest. Um, and there was loads of chests and stuff inside there. Um, so all, all I would do every sort of two or three in-game days would go and, you know, clear out all the chests again to get new armor and weapons and stuff. You are a clever man. I know. I, don't, I, I can't even remember how I came across it. But I know that they never respawned. And, you know, you, know, you get the unbreakable lockpick, which is one of the best sort of... You know things to get in the game. Uh, I never messed with that. Did you not? Oh my no. god! Like the I like a challenge. Oh, what of going click click click? Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Click, click, Some click, of us aren't tone deaf. One. No, but it was an awful mechanic <laughs> opening chest. I liked it. I thought it was all right. Bloody awful. Um, and you could just flog everything and make tons of cash. So that's what I, that's what I used to do. Yes. So, all right. Anything else about Crackdown Two? Yeah, I just think it's going to be fun. You know, I think it'll be my uh, game for the summer. You know, playing yeah. co-op and, you know, get a few guys in. And I, I think as well, you know, talking about sandbox games, I want to get back into some Red Dead as well because I, I don't feel like I played enough well, multiplayer. Well, the, there's going to be an excuse for getting back into uh, Red That's Dead. Right. Yes. Co-op's coming. Yeah. When is that coming? When, what's the day for that? Next week, I think. That's... Oh, uh, sorry, it's this week. It's this week. Really? Oh, well, I'll definitely yeah. be back in there because, yeah. Well, it's either... Tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday, one of those days. Or Let Friday. me find out. I'll research. You research. have a look at that because I, I'll, yeah. I want an, but I don't really need an excuse. I just need to play it again. Um, well, so, uh, yeah. while while Chini's researching, what else have I've you done it too? <laughs> All right, I've done it. Research tomorrow. Research. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll be definitely back on that on Friday night. June twenty second, according to joystick.com. Definitely, I'll be back on that. Um, yeah, Juke, so, you know, apart from Crackdown 2, which we all think is pretty cool, what else have you been up to? I've been playing uh, Need for Speed Shift, and uh, I made a cool veteran gamer's car in there, which I thought was Woo. pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of silly, because as soon as I made it, I realized, you know what, these Sims, man, I'm no good at them, and I spent like an hour trying to do one of those drift races, and I really sucked at it, and it was really frustrating, and I was like, this isn't fun, and I, I might go back and do the regular races, because you know, I'm advancing okay in those, and I'm doing alright in them, but I don't know, I think when I sit down to play a racing game, I just want something a little more arcadey, so I went back to Need for Speed Carbon, man, that game is awesome, I'm really loving can it. I, can I just ask you a question about your modification of your car? Can I just ask okay, you? decoration. Uh, Do you think it's safe to paint your windows? Just sure it is. You don't need to look out the side of the window. <laughs> I wanted to put them on the passenger side windshield, but it wouldn't let me. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever. The man's going to tell me how to decorate my car. Look, you Up need to be able to man. see out of the windshield. Yeah, whatever. I don't need to see out. I'm like daredevil. I can see <laughs> based on hearing. Even if there's a loud motor. <laughs> anyway. Um, I played that dumb space <laughs> art game. That was really stupid. Yeah, so we'll tell, I mean, come on, tell us a little bit oh about God. that. As soon as I started playing it, Connery sends me this message that goes, uh, 
let me save you some time. It's Arkanoid meets Peggle. And I played it, and I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. It's just that it's not nearly as fun as you might think. Yes, old Duke, it doesn't sound like you were too impressed with this game. The game sucks. Can I, can I ask you, have you ever played uh, Carnivale Showtime on the indie game? I still haven't. I remember y'all talking about it. <laughs> Play that, because I think you would quite like that game. And it's um, it's quite an interesting game, because that's sort of like a bit peggleish. It's okay. It's got the same sort of physics... Stuff is peggling. It's quite fun to play. It's very good ragdoll physics. So I definitely recommend you have a go at that. Yeah, I'll check it out at some point. I bought the the you know the all the summer games are half off from last oh. summer. So I bought the Turtles in Time thing just because I played it a lot when it was in the arcade, and I can see me and the Duchess getting down on some of that because you know it's fun co-op on the same screen and it's simple and I don't know. We might give it a whirl. I figure it can't hurt. You know, it's only five bucks. But the big thing I've been playing is Mass Effect 2. Oh, my God, that game is awesome. You just bundled together all the crap RPGs you bought over the last month. and just <laughs> Pretty much. I just took them down to GameStop, and I was like, here, give me some money for this. And I brought it. I was really impressed, because I was expecting... Hey, Duke, you know, you're such a Western RPG fanboy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also thinking about getting a DS, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, the ma- oh man, I'm really loving it. You know, I wanted to wait until I had free time, which I do now, sort of, if I'm not debugging forums and copy editing stuff on Wikipedia. But it's a freaking awesome game. It's so cool. She looks ex- my shepherd is a female. She looks exactly like she did the first game. And, I mean, she's got those weird scars and stuff, but, you know. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's really awesome. The dialogue seems like it's weaker in spots. Uh, there was something where I helped some guy out. He was really not doing well, and then I helped him out. And he said something like, your actions have given me a flicker of hope in the darkness. And I was like, come on, that's weak writing. You guys are better than that. Um, and then at one time, there were, there's this doctor who's all twitchy, and he's like he's on speed or something. And he goes... Because at one point he was like killing people, and you're like, you're a doctor, you're not supposed to be killing people. And he goes, many ways to help: sometimes cure patients, sometimes execute evil people. But what he should do is talk about how, like, if there's a cancer cell in the body, you have to take it out of the body and get rid of that cancer cell. Well, that's a living thing, so you could make some connection that way. But whatever, I don't really care. Or um, maybe they, maybe you should send them an email for for number three. Sort them out. Tell them how it yeah, should I'll, be. I'll write a blog post and I'll yeah. be like, Mass Effect 2 is dead. And then be like, here's why. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, there's some really funny things that made me lull. Uh, at one point, they were talking. You like overheard two people talking about you. And, and so it's like, uh, you hear Shepard's not dead. He's like, what? What do you mean? He's like, it turns out she was mostly dead. And I was like, yes, Princess Pride reference. How cool is that? And then uh, another time they said, uh, have you ever tasted ramen? It's a real delicacy on Earth. I was like, awesome. That was pretty funny. Wow, what uh, is ra- what is that? What? What's ramen? Are you kidding me? Do I sound like I'm kidding? You've never had ramen? Nope. Chini, you tell, ramen? Me you, tell me you've had ramen, Chinny. Oh, I have no idea what that is. What is that? Oh, my God. Maybe it's just an American thing. Well, that that stuff, stuff is... You. Have you eaten pig's trotters? Well, later? but that's Asia. Or tribe. Well, no, ramen is uh, noodles in a cup. Pot noodle. You call it pot noodle. That's why. Pot noodle. There Man, you I'm go. sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Pot yeah, noodle. it's pot noodle. That's ramen. Uh, they should make 
version that's like, have you ever had pot noodles? Yeah, they should. <laughs> Localise it. That would be funny. <laughs> like they do with um, Professor Layton, where he's a cheeky cockney boy in the English version, <laughs> but in the American version, he's all British like this. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, actually, I was in a souvenir shop, and I was like looking at the different uh, options for when you're trying to get a discount, and I didn't realize what it meant, but it said, do you want a sponsorship or do you want an endorsement? Yeah. And I was like, what's that? And I accidentally did it. And suddenly she's leaning, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store. I was like, no, I don't want to be some <laughs> stupid shill. I'm going to turn up with a Hitler mustache and underpants. I did that uh, everywhere just to get discounts. I wasn't bothered. Well, you can get discounts in other ways, being like, you better give me a discount, I'll break your face. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> I can't. You know what? I'm trying to play as a paragon. I play the first one as a paragon. My shepherd is a good person. But when that little right trigger thing flashes up on the screen i can't resist i'm like yes absolutely i want to do it and so i punched a reporter and i was like oh my god that's horrible i shouldn't be punching reporters what is that about i but, uh i've had uh, to retrain myself because i've been playing like i play when i played red dead redemption i played it as a good guy right yeah. but i've been playing fallout recently and I, I, I remember that i've been playing that as a bad guy so I've had to remember. I've, I've had to train myself again, and like, it's it's a bit hard. It's, you know, oh yeah, I'm evil in this game, and I'm good in the other one, and I have to do all bad stuff to this person there. <laughs> Little notes to yourself on yeah. your table. Be evil oh. today, okay? <laughs> you see, I never. See, it'd be hard for you to resist the Paragon ones, then, Shinny. What were you saying, Stu? I never play as bad in any in any sort of role playing games. I don't. It's fun. Oh, but listen, you defenestrated that dude. But listen, listen, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say, but in Mass Effect 2, I have done a few of those right triggers just to see what happens, you know. And and although I am probably about eighty percent good, twenty percent bad on the on the actual scale thing, I'm not too bad. Uh, but I have picked up some. But sometimes some of those you think it's actually the right thing to do, but the game thinks it's the wrong thing to do. So you get yeah. Well, it's not. It's it's renegade though. It's not about right and wrong so much as it is hey, your personality is sort of you know. But well, the one where I chuck just gets the job done. But the chucking right. the guy through the window was a lot of fun, I have to say. Oh, That's how it was. It means it gets results, you stupid chief. Dad, sit down. <laughs> I know. The depth uh, of the story is really impressive. I've been very impressed by it. I think they did a really good job. Um, you know, they chose which areas needed depth. Finding anomalies, there's that thing where you know that somebody's disappeared on this planet or something. Yep. But you don't know where. And in the old game, it would just be like, there's an anomaly here, you drive to it, and then you get out and explore. But in this one, you have to sort of scan the planet like you're doing for the minerals, and uh, and then you find, you, you hear the, the message, and then you can zero in on it. That's really cool. I think they did a good job expanding the depth on that and getting rid of the stupid lifts, you know, waiting around on the lifts. And um, Yeah, I really like it. And uh, it's cool to get email from people that I helped in Mass Effect 1. It's like, you helped me get my wife's body back, and that was so cool, and I appreciate it. And, I don't know. I'm really having fun with it, and I, I can see myself spending a lot of time on it and not racing through it. I kind of raced through the first one, I think, so I'm taking my time more on this one. Are you, are you sort of sad that you've played all these crappy RPGs for the last couple of months when you could have been no. playing instead? No, because it, it first of all, I needed a break. Second of all, I didn't want to rush it. And third of all, by playing bad games, it reminds me of what's awesome in a good game. Ah, oh, fair enough. I mean, I've been I've been back on playing Mass Effect uh, 2 this week and, the, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, really. Um, good did, game. Yeah, but it's been weird for me because I've, there's been so much other stuff that's come out since it. I've been distracted yeah. with a lot of other stuff. And then I sort of go, oh, Mass Effect 2, I can't really be bothered playing that at the moment. But then when I start playing it again, I forget how good it is, you know. And then yeah. I sort of suddenly remember what a great 
fun game it is to play, and I'm like, oh, I'm having a lot of fun again. So, so I'm saying message that I sent to Duke when I started playing Fallout 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this yeah. game's so good. You yeah. sort of forget, don't you? You do yeah. forget. It's something you can. They're, they're, I think they're quite comparable, though. Like, you, they're so good, but they're so big, and you kind of like, oh, it's such an investment. I don't want to get back into it. But when you get back into it, you just you just in and you can't get out. You know what I do? What do you do? What do you do? Sorry, I was having a bite of sandwich. Um, here's what I do. <laughs> a lot of times when I'm playing a game like that, I did this with Fallout, and I'm doing it with Mass Effect 2 as much as possible. I'll make. Like, I'll get a mission, or I'll make progress on a mission in a, in a way that's like, I really want to know what happens next. And I force myself to stop playing right there so that the next time I play it, that's what I'm expecting. You know what I mean? So that I know when I put it in, I'm not just going to have to decide between all these different things or, you know, have some vague sense of what's happening next in the game. I know exactly what's happening next, and that'll sort of drive me back into the game. You might want to try it. Yeah, and, you know, I might, I might give that a whirl. Well, well, but I am enjoying it. Yeah, I am enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting back into the old Mass Effect 2. So what what have you been up to, Chini? Because you've been playing loads. Let's get you out of the way now. I'll finish off because I haven't been playing a lot of other stuff, to be honest. So let's, let's get, get you me out, the out the way. Let's get you out of the way. Uh, I'll just talk about... Um, oh, yeah, I've got to talk about that as well. Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands. Yeah. Played that. Uh, the worst Prince of Persia game I've ever played. See, I've heard quite good things about that. I'm quite well, sure. they're obviously high because I've played every Prince of Persia <laughs> game, and that one isn't very good. You play the original, a two D. Yes, one. yes, the one that was animated by the, the creator's brother. Yeah, uh, I, I played all those, loved them all. I even liked the second Prince of Persia, you know, the second three D one, which not, not a lot of people like, but I liked it. Uh, this one's terrible. It it just feels rushed, you know, like the victim of a, um, a movie tying game. Where there's, there's certain parts, like, say, if you fought in an enemy by, by the edge of a, a cliff or something, this animation will start, and you can kick him off the edge, right? Right. Which is fine, and it does it to next to walls as well. I think it's to stop you fighting, like, next to a wall, and there's, like, clipping problems, and the enemy, like, cuts into the wall or wherever. So this animation starts. There was one bit where there's a tiny little ledge, like a little step, and the game thought it was, like, a cliff, and it knocked him off that step and went through the floor... And killed him. Like, loads of little glitches like that. The combat is boring. They, they just th- throw as many enemies as possible at you. And, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one button, just X, 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 X. Uh, sounds and, like a racy adult movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a really, really racy adult movie. And <laughs> you can... It's just... I mean, the people, the enemy... They swing really slow, you know what I mean? Like, they go, I'm going to swing now, and, yep, still swinging, and, wait a minute, and then I'll swing. You know, and it's Jack just Nicholas. like, Jesus, and I, 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 it was just boring, and, like, there's no sense of progression in the whole game, because you move from area to area, and you do all this stuff, and you, you go in a palace, then in another palace, it might as well be the same place, you know what I mean? They name them, like, the fountain or whatever. But it's just, like, just another indoor arena to another indoor arena to another indoor... Like, you know, one obstacle course to another, then a box where you fight people, then... You know, it's it just it's just very basic, and mm-hmm. I was very disappointed with it. I'm quite, I'm quite sad about that, you know, because I thought it was going to be quite good. I wouldn't even recommend Prince of Persia fans to play it, to be honest. 
I, I, I'm one of the rare breed that actually like the shell shaded one, uh, the shell shaded Prince of Persia. I, I, even though it has flaws, like it, it was quite shallow. Like there wasn't a lot going on in the world, and but I like the idea, like the story of like kind of, um, you know, making the world a, like a more a better place. Like so, the world would be all run down in the old one, and then you'd have to like. You know, give it life and flourish. Yeah, but that's only like the flower thing, isn't it? Yeah, and that was good though in Prince of Persia, and the the animation was really, really good in the the other Prince of Persia. Uh, But this one, just it's just whatever. You just your brother, you 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 go home to see your brother, and he gets kind of like possessed by this demon, and yeah, it's just not very good. Not very good at all. I was very disappointed. Fair enough. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Bayonetta. I've been playing uh, Fallout 3 again. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, oh yeah, one one funny thing about Fallout 3 because I'm not going to talk about it because it's Fallout 3 and it's old. Yeah. So there was one funny thing <laughs> that I did. I finished it. Finished the main game. Yeah. And when I did that, there was uh, I was just wandering around the Cynadel and there, I walked into this room and there was this woman sitting down, staring at some step ladders, right? Right. Just there. Yeah, she's just staring at these steps and I was doing nothing at all. And I was like, well, I'll go up to her and, and say hello. So I went up and you know what she said? She said, I'm very busy. Can't you bother somebody else right now? <laughs> I mean, you look busy. Uh, that's the story of my life, though. Right, so I've been playing Bayonetta. Yeah. A lot of people rated this game when it came out. Yep. I Did liked it. Some... I thought it was great. I don't think it's that great. Really? I thought it was yeah. great. I had a lot of fun. I think um, I think it, it makes my it makes me roll my eyes a lot. Like I, I just get really. But it is Japanese, and remember, you don't tend to like Japanese games. That... I know, but like, is it taking it's, itself it's, too seriously? No, no. It no, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> Anything other than that. It's just like she's fighting this guy, and then like as the camera pans around to her ass, like it'll slow down, and she'll go, mm, you know, and it's like really, like <laughs> nothing wrong the, with that. No, at first I'm like, Ginny, oh, Ginny, got... Ginny, are you gay? Uh, yeah, you no, gay? No, I'm not gay, <laughs> bro. I just don't. I don't fancy Bayonetta, and uh, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll give it credit where with its imagination and its originality. You know, it's. There are some crazy things going on, you know. For the f- the first scene that you see, you're spanking angels and you pick them up, and then someone's throwing guns at you, and this person who's throwing guns at you has just risen from the dead. So that alone is enough to uh, set the imagination going. Uh, but I just think, I just I don't think it's worthy of the praise that it got. I think it's a decent game, and I'll, I'll finish it. But I I, I think some some of some of the stuff, some of the decisions they made, like some of the cutscenes, you know, where it's it's still the 3D world, but they just haven't animated them, which could look cool if there was some kind yeah, of like. See, I didn't. I, didn't, I, I lied that because I just thought that was part of the style of the game. So yeah, I, I, I think that's what they tried to get away with because there are some cutscenes that are fully animated. Yeah. There are some cutscenes where it's just like a stop, like a frame, but it's in in like a kind of film reel, which yeah. looks cool, yeah. and it's all jumping around on this film reel. But then there's just some cutscenes where it's just the game and they're not moving and they're talking, which makes me feel like uh, there's too many different styles. I, I like the normal cutscenes and the film real ones, but not everything. I don't know, that kind of felt rushed. Some of the environments look a bit bland as well. At like the start, when you're on that road, it kind of looks not finished and empty. And uh, 
And so, I mean, it's okay. I mean, look, the, the combat's really good. I think the combat's well done. Uh, and it works, and there's a ton of combos, and they're very good to look at, and the effects are cool, you know, with all the foot coming through the people, like, you know, that hair and stuff. Uh, Have you started doing all the stuff where you run up the walls and all that kind of crazy stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've done all that. I'm, I'm fairly far, I'm like chapter 10. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, that's nothing, mate. It goes on forever. It just keeps on going and going and going. It's chapters. Yeah, but it really keeps on going. And trust me, you'll think you've got to there's the a, end and you haven't. There's 11 chapters and I'm on chapter 10. Well, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, but like Portal see. had 17 rooms or yeah, something. It does, and then, you know, it does keep on going and going and going. You think you keep thinking you've done the final boss battle and then another one tips. Well, up. anyway, I, uh, I've, because I've fought, I've fought some bosses and then all the bosses that I've fought have come back kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah um, no, that happens quite a lot till the end. Yeah, so end. I'm doing that and... It's it's a hard game. I'm playing it on normal, and uh, it's tough, very tough. Oh yeah, you've got to you've got. What I remember most about that game, you really had to learn the combos. You you couldn't just sort of back button bash and hope to get away with it. What difficulty do you play on, Stu? I think I played it on normal. I think I played that on normal. You didn't get the. You, I looked at your achievements. Oh, you, maybe you, I didn't. Maybe I played it on get easy. The uh, normal ones, but I, I looked at that. And I was uh, like, maybe I did play that one on easy. I was like. Why didn't he play it on normal? And then I was playing it on normal, and I was like, yeah, this is quite tough, actually. Yeah, I remember but, it being a challenge on easy, then. It must have been easy. I haven't, I I haven't knocked it down yet. I haven't knocked it down too easy. But, I mean, there are some parts where I just think, you know, and, but you just have to... It's like tr- a lot of trial and error, which kind of um, reminds me of, like, PS2 hack-and-slash games and stuff. So, but I, I, what I liked about it, though, there was some. There is skill in sort of what you do. You yeah, don't. There is. You can't there just is. bash buttons and get away with it. You really no. have to think about how you no, play. No, the dodge, it. the dodge button comes into effect quite Definitely. a lot. You have to use that a lot. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think the combat's strong. You know what I mean? I, I, I enjoy the combat, but there's certain dis- design decisions that I didn't like, and her English accent bothers me, and the little girl's English accent bothers me a lot as well. You see, I had no issues. I thought that was cool. I mean, I guess we'll have to just disagree, but I thought I thought it was a really cool game, and I liked all of that stuff. I, I think it's good. It was, I think it's, it's it's a good game. I can see someone giving it like a, an eight out of ten, but a ten out of ten, I would never give that game. Yeah, no, it was a bit much, but he still, I think what what he did was just it was you know I think I said this at the time, but it was like a puppy that wanted everything. You know, it's sort of it's it's. Does this? He does that. It throws yeah, this. There's like bike, that, bike, so, there's like bike levels and yeah, and there's just so much crazy shit going on. It's so hard to focus on any one thing. Yeah, and I, I, there's, right. there's there's certain levels where like everything stops and you're just in purgatory. Yeah, and you kind of like I, I find those levels really hard and and it really messes up the pace and it just slows it all down and stuff and I, not not in a good way. Or, I don't know. I, but I enjoy the combat, and that's what's going to get me through, and I'll finish it for that, I think. So I, I'm not loving it, I'm not mad on it, but I think it's okay. It's a, it's a decent game. It is a decent game, it is. Yeah. And, and if, you, if you like your, you know, your God of War type games, I would definitely recommend people have a go of it. Cause I, just think, I just think I'm, I've gone in thinking, like, it's a 10 out of, like, Edge gave it a 10 out of 10. And I'm it like, did. But, and that's what's always on my mind. I'm like, how can they give this a 10 out of 10? <laughs> Uh, I just don't think it's worthy of a perfect tour at all. Uh, I think it's got many flaws. I think also, just... I think the other problem is once somebody gives a game a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of yeah. 10, then you're sort of almost looking at it a that bit closer. I, I, will say, I will say the combat's People. very good. I, I enjoy the combat, and that's what I'm playing it for. So Yeah, Bayonetta, it's, it's okay. If you like your hack and slash games, you know, you've probably already played it, but 
it's crazy. No, I, don't, I think a lot of people overlooked it. You know, I think a lot of people didn't didn't pick it up. So I would I would definitely uh, definitely recommend. Yeah. It's um, a mental game, though. It is a mental game. It is. You, like I said, it's hard to focus on any one thing because there's that much stuff going on all at once. It is, it is She's crazy. a witch or something, and like the people from heaven don't want her to. They want to. Take her to hell. I always, or... I always think that I always think it's quite interesting that the the baddies are sort of the goodies, if you know. Yeah. You know the, the baddies. Yeah. You know, oh, the that's kind of interesting. Yes, yeah. but like she, she's some kind of witch, and heaven doesn't like her, and she needs to go away, and she's trying to find out who she is because she hasn't got a memory back. Well, those angels aren't nice people, are they? No. Yeah. Um, well, I've I've only been up to two other games really, apart from Mass Effect uh, Two, which is I I actually popped uh, Left 4 Dead Two back in. To, to play with uh, to play with Hawkson on I think that might have been night it was either Friday or Saturday night and and basically we played the the modifier this week or the mod for it this week is headshots only uh-huh. um, so you play through any campaign you like but all you can you can only kill any of the zombies horde specials anything the only way you can kill him is to get headshots Oof, I'd hate that it is it was horrible. Yeah. That it, game's already hard. No, no, it was good. It was good, but you know when you like it is it was nails. I mean we we got sort of to two checkpoints, but that was it. We got do you know the bit where you have to go in the store to get the, the Coca Cola for the guy? Yeah. You know, and you have to go in the store, get him the coat, bring it back and shove it through his flap in his door. Yeah. It, it was so hard. And we got to that point three times and yeah, and and you can only kill stuff. Like if you've got an axe to it, you can chop the heads off, and that works fairly effectively. But my god, that game is hard like that. It really is hard like that. Um, but I do think it's really cool that they keep they bring something new every single week since they launched the passing. So if you bought the passing DLC, you get these modifiers every single week. Uh, something new, and they did the Last Man on Earth, which I missed. Uh, which was basically you could play through the game, but there's no horde. There's only specials. Yeah. So there's no horde to deal with, but the, but you you, you play it on your own as well. Yeah, you play it on your own. You can't play it in co-op. So it's just you on your own, specials, and you get two lives, and that was sort of it. Oof. And that that was it. So I like the fact they're doing that though, and they brought some yeah, really that's, good that's a good idea because it's you a know, neat thing. I just wish it weren't such an insanely difficult game. It is. I mean, if you played on easy, it isn't. Yes, played I played it on easy, and it was really hard. And I didn't have fun, and I sold it. I know, I know. It's, which is sad because I love that game. I still, I still like it. Though. I still enjoy playing it. Um, and Hawks and I again, we also got in some Blur, and I'm just really sad about that game. I'm really sad about Blur. Yeah, no one's playing it. No one's playing it, and I'm really sad because it's such a great. Do you know what? It's such a great game. It's well, if so Best Buy hadn't been a bunch of punks, then I would be playing it right now. But they had this deal because there's this coupon. Coupon, uh, yeah, twenty dollars off. Gave twenty dollars off, and so I brought it to Best Buy because they were having a sale, twenty dollars off as well. So I was like, dude, I can get the game for just twenty dollars. They were just like, we'll do one or the other, and I was like, screw this. If I'm gonna get the game for forty dollars, I'll buy it somewhere else because I hate Best Buy. I only go there because it's cheap sometimes, but it's not that cheap. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm not excited enough to pay forty dollars for it. I was willing to pay twenty, but I ain't paying no forty for it. Do you know, it's so good, and I'm I'm so disappointed that more people aren't playing it. It does so much stuff 
there is so much depth to that game and you know we had so much but we went in right and there's like there's there's all these different servers you can go in so there's like the learner service for the rookies which is what we're in at the moment and then there's like (laughs) yeah destruction derby and sort of pure racing all these different servers and in the learner servers and this is presumably worldwide there was 165 people playing online in that server in that game mode and i was just like that is really sad because it is so so much fun to play you know it really is it's a tough time for a game to come out right now i know but do you know when you're just like why can't more people be playing it you know and we we love it i mean and you can send challenges to each other so if you post to you know if you do a really good time in life you can challenge another person on your friends list to beat what you did then they can send it back to you if they beat it and you have to try and beat them again and you know he's just sending that to everybody as soon as he does it like oh i challenge you on this i challenge you on this i challenge you on this well you do get a game of points for it so i have done that (laughs) achievements are for noobs apparently i know you get 20 you get 25 points if you send it to someone they beat and then you beat them again you get 25 points for that who cares about achievements last year? They're done. Well, you know. <laughs> You're just going two miles an hour. like, and, and that's really it. But, you know, if there's anybody out there playing Blur, send me a message. Send me a message because, you know, I want more people to play Blur with. Because I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's really, really good. I heard about that movie where people were playing that game and then they had to go stand in the corner and the compass started screwing up. The yeah. Blur Witch Project. Oh, that's just terrible. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Oh, it was awful. There's all, there's all... <laughs> the audience likes it. There's seriously any number of reasons why that wasn't remotely funny. I know, this guy thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think it's time to take a quick break anyway. And when we come back, what we thought we'd do is uh, maybe touch on the stuff that people looked over at E3 because there were so many people focusing on the main yeah. three stuff. I thought we'd look at some other stuff that happened at E3 that maybe people didn't know about, I think. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quadrian on Xbox Live. This week I'll be looking at Urban Space Worlds. This game could best be described as a platformer involving some puzzle elements, and the main puzzle elements are pretty much going to involve your character, which is a robotic squirrel of some sort, using bombs to protect himself up, down, and pretty much all around the game. And it, it sounds pretty simple in, in practice. It's actually it's actually quite challenging, and this game actually has a fair amount of skill to it. It's not a terribly difficult game, but it's definitely not something you're going to pick up and be like, wow, I'm just awesome at this game right away. You definitely will have to practice at it. You start off with just one bomb, which is uh, one color, and as you go through the game, you get more bombs, and you get a couple extra abilities as well. So uh, the main thing is, obviously, like I said, these bombs. And as you get more bombs, it gets more complicated because you're detonating these bombs. And you can do things with these bombs as well, not just detonate them. You can set them off and they they move off into the distance. It's, it's kind of a bit strange to describe this, but it's kind of like throwing a bouncy ball is what you're doing. And so it'll keep going and bouncing off walls. And you decide when the bomb stops bouncing and stops moving. And so that's how you're positioning it. So what this allows you to do is ricochet around corners to explode it on objects that are in the distance. And it, it, be, it becomes a little bit more about trick shotting on certain stuff. And then other times it's about creating an artificial platform. So there's nothing there. There's just air. There's spikes below you or whatever that's going to kill you. And you've got to 
bounce yourself up to get across this empty space. And so that pretty much covers the main mechanics of the game is you're either bouncing these balls around or uh, to, you know, explode on a switch or you're using it to keep yourself in the air. And it sounds pretty simple, but it's really not. You get to like third or fourth stage and it, it starts getting pretty difficult and it starts to really challenge you and, and make you really think about, well, how am I going to do that and not die? And it, it does take quite a bit of skill to bounce around with these bombs and, and use them all uh, in sync when you're moving around because you are moving and then shooting these things and, and you're aiming them and moving at the same time. So it's, it, it's a bit of a hat trick. It, this is definitely not one of those games I could see people picking up. But if you are into games like Explosion Man, M+, games where they've got that edge to them where it's really hard but you know it's possible. It's not an impossible game but it's definitely challenging. This is definitely for you. This is definitely in that ilk of games. Yeah, and it's only a dollar. It's got 20 levels. The developer claims, I'm not saying this is true, but the developer claims you can get six hours out of this game. Six hours for a dollar, that's pretty good. So definitely worth it, you know, a gander and seeing what you think. And if you're into the trickier platformers, this is definitely it. And the platformers are a little bit thinner on the servers. Not There's a lot more shooters. So yeah, definitely worth checking out and seeing uh, if this is something that you'd be interested in. And for a dollar, you can definitely do a lot worse than getting ready really well. And yeah, I, I absolutely suggest checking this out and, and seeing if this is just quirky enough to, uh, you know, be worth investing a dollar. So there we go. Um, so who wants to start us off? Uh, Duke, what do you think? This game sucked. I hated it. Okay. I'm just kidding. I actually <laughs> liked it. I thought it was fun. I actually bought it. Um, hey. I bought it not so much because I expect to play it much, but because I <laughs> thought that they did a really good job with the controls and the design and the ideas. Um, some of the levels are frustrating because it's kind of hard to tell what you're supposed to do. And I get the sense that you're supposed to bounce yourself up more than once, which is really tricky. Because I've uh, maybe it just requires more dexterity than I've mastered on that game yet, but um, yeah, there's these huge gaps in some spots, and it's like, am I supposed to launch myself up and then immediately fire another bomb down, or what? Uh, but you know, I mean, the graphics are cute, and it's the interface is clean, and it's pretty clear. You know, it it teaches you step by step in a way that all indie games should. It doesn't just throw a bunch of text on the screen and well, now you know how to control things. Instead, it takes you know one room, you learn how to you know it just says press left on the stick to run, and then it takes you to another room, and it's like now press and hold this, and you'll see this happen, and you do, and then you go to another room, and it takes it to the next level, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was good. I had fun with it. Definitely worth a dollar, I'd say. There you go. Chinny, what yeah. do you think? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. I, I thought it was good how it eased you into the, the controls. Uh, as Dick was saying as well, it's very clean. It does kind of remind you of N+, plus a little, but not as good, because the squirrel animation when he's in the air is not as good. Because um, I thought one great thing about N+, plus is the animation is yeah. so good for for a game, for what it is. You know, It's just a little stick man. It's easy uh, to animate three pixels, though. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, well, you should have thought of that before making the space squirrel. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like the idea that he just went, "You're you're a squirrel in space," um, <laughs> uh, and he didn't he didn't write in a story, or I don't think he did. I didn't see one. Didn't All right, see he just story. went, "You're a squirrel in space," and I went, "Yep, yeah, okay, let's get on with that then." 
I like that. I, I, I thought it would have been really weak. Because when I read the, the title, I was like, oh man, there's going to be some dumb story behind this. But no, it was just like, you're in space, get over it. Uh, yeah, and it, it worked well. It seemed to control well. Um, I didn't buy it. I'm not sure why. I don't know. Because you're a skin flint. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think it's going to be as good as N+, I think. Yeah, but how much was N+. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's 80 points. It's less than a mountain or whatever. I know. I don't know support, what. Do support independent games, dude. Yeah, you got to do it, dude. Uh, you got to do it. You got to do it. give the man your money for Bayonetta. Yeah. That you yeah. Won't do it, I didn't. No, I rented that. I didn't get no well, money that's hey. giving your money to a man. No, Love Film gave the money to the well, man. I'm I'll, saying, I'll though, it sends a message to Love Film that this game is popular, so... Yeah. Oh, it sends a message to Love Film that I'm not willing to buy the game and I'm willing to rent it. Oh, but I'm uh, saying, though, they need to buy more stock of that game at Love Film. No, they don't. All right, anyway, we're getting off the subject. <laughs> but anyway, was, yeah. You're yeah. evading the responsibility you have to support independent gamers. Oh, um, I'll buy it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, just buy it. I don't really care, actually. Um, I'd agree with both of you. I thought it was fun. I thought it was hard, though. I thought it took a little bit of getting used to the the sort of... I kept pr- pressing the bomb out, thinking it'd just carry on moving on its own. Yeah, like, the, yeah, you're right, I actually. The controls getting... are a little bit, little bit iffy. You yeah, know, I don't they're... understand why yeah, they would bother doing that. Why not get... just do it on its own? Yeah, because I think it it gives... It, you realise, as you get in, it does make it a lot more precise to put it exactly where you want it. Yeah, I know. It definitely does do that. But, yeah, it took a little bit of getting used to it. But once you got used to it, I thought it was quite addictive. I thought it was quite an addictive little game because he... But it was weird. In the demo version, you get level one, and then it goes to about level five or something like that, and yeah. it's ridiculous. They did that with Along Came a Spider because they want to yeah. show you the kind of things you have waiting for you at the higher levels. Which is like, I'm never ever going to do that. <laughs> well, um, but it was... New- it, yeah, and he gave you the new ball, but I couldn't figure out what the new ball did. I got a green one, and I wasn't sure what that did. Did you, did you get a green ball and figure out what he did? I think it's just the same, isn't it? No, no, I'm assuming different colours have uh, different, different... Yeah, they colors. do different things. Because they said that at the beginning of the intro, it's like, later on you'll see different colour balls, but don't worry about that now. So, yeah, but he didn't, you know, he gives you level four, but he doesn't tell you what I'm, the green ball I'm not is. as familiar with all the different balls as you are, Stu. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'd agree. I thought it was a really little solid game, really. I thought it was quite impressive for a dollar. And I have noticed a lot more of the indie games are 80 points now. The very I'll few, buy that for a dollar. Yeah, very oh, yeah. few. And, and I think they've got to start doing that, you know, because, they'll, you know, there'll be more well, about volume. Sense. Yeah, sell more volume, make more money. The gum at the checkout register is cheap. Yeah. You know, the reason for it. Yeah, it's about selling. It's about volume as opposed to, you know, selling a few tomorrow. more. It's about expensive. impulse buys. Yeah, definitely. And you're definitely going to buy it at 80 points, more likely. Well, unless you're a skin flint. Yeah, unless you're skin flint. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I just like I don't like, I don't like, like having, like, an odd number of um, uh, Microsoft points. Well, then you're me. in luck because 80 is a round number. No, yeah, but, like, I, I like it in the hundreds. I'm just kidding. You know, it kind of fries me off. She's just like very particular. Uh, I don't want to. Oh boy, if it's eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it were a hundred points, you'd be all over it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you should write Microsoft and tell them that. Yeah, you Everybody should say wins. The indie game makers get it's more a win-win money. Win-win situation. Yeah. It's win-win. It's um, win-win. It's a win-win. So what I what I thought we'd do now, we'd move on and um, we'd do a little bit of post E three stuff because I know we did a massive E three show last week going about everything at E three. But what we didn't cover, there's quite a few bits that got lost amongst all the big announcements. Oh, supposedly. Yeah, that's right. 
supposed big announcements. 3D stuff. How yeah. about this? Can we make an agreement right now that we're not going to talk about Move or Connect at all? Definitely not. No, that's definitely not on my list of stuff to talk about. It so. is on your list? No, it isn't. It's definitely not. Do you mean so we're agreeing we're not at all? Do you mean tonight or ever? Yeah, tonight. Well, tonight, yeah. No, I don't think we cover anything. Yay! Not the main stuff, not I'm the main. so sick of hearing about that stuff. Well, what I've tried to do is pick out maybe some more interesting stuff. Although yeah. it, did, it did take a bit of doing, I have to say. I had to do a bit of hunting around to try and find some stuff that wasn't, you know, the main bits. You're that a hunter, you're good at that. I know. Kabbalah. I know. Um, but yeah, first thing I'd like to talk about... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, first thing I'd like to talk about is Journey. You know, I did, we did touch on this slightly. <laughs> That was really a bad. <laughs> I that was, was totally terrible. waiting for you to do it. That really is terrible. Um, yeah, yes, it's a oh terrible God. song. Terrible. All right, go ahead. But yeah, Journey. I mean, no, no more. No, no. Sorry, that's no the last time I'll do. I'm closing really, the window right now. No more. <laughs> oh my God. We get, we get, we're getting dodgy emails again off people. Complaining. Yeah, but we'll also get emails from I know. cool people who say they like the sounds. I know, you just marmite, that's you. Yeah, they love your right, hate. I'll give it a rest, go ahead. The rest. I'm trying to talk here. <laughs> talk uh, to I know, I'm, I'm trying, just ready I'm for to play it again. I'm no, just he's got really not. I swear I won't, go ahead. So anyway, um, yeah, that game company uh, <laughs> who brought us Flower last year, which yeah. I absolutely loved and Chinny hated. Yeah, pretentious. But, Clap, it clap. wasn't, but well, you're probably going to oh, hate. You think that was pretentious. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to hate this as well. I have to say, but <laughs> well, this is more of a game from what I hear. Well, it so. is. Uh, it's still, even more pretentious. Well, let, let's read how he describes it. Okay, okay. this description <laughs> of the game from the developer. Okay, Journey is a multiplayer online adventure for the PlayStation 3. So it's a massive multiplayer, by the way, that you don't pay for. Well, everybody else is playing in the same Are server. You interact with other people, or yeah, I'll come to that. I'll come to that. But yeah, Journey is a multiplayer online adventure for the PlayStation 3 that aims to explore the emotional palette that its peers don't, said that game company designer, uh, Genova Chen. He says he was inspired by a player's feeling of empowerment both in real life and in video games. In the real world, human beings are capable of knowing so much and being in constant communication thanks to technology. In video games, players feel godlike in the way that they wield power, whether by firing a rocket launcher or the invulnerability of playing as a virtual character. It was also further inspired by the works of Joseph Campbell uh, and the lunch with astronaut Charles F. Bolden, Jr. Uh, Bolden says Chen uh, relayed stories to the game designer about the spiritual awakenings of some of his space shuttle colleagues, previously hardcore atheists after having spent some time on the moon or seeing the Earth from such a great distance. So there you go. That's uh, his... put on some Wyndham Hill music so we can Hi. have a new age experience. <laughs> so yeah. that's his. That's his actual. Uh, he's uh, you know. Uh, he's told us nothing about what the game's going to look. But yeah, so the game basically. Here's the. Here's. Here's. The, I'll tell you what the game is. Here, you ready, Chenny? It's oh. the world, and there's a lot of sand everywhere, and you look at some flags, and they have these weird glyphs on them. That's the game. That is sort of it. Yeah, he <laughs> says. So it's a virtual hike. Basically, and the the object of the game is get to the mountain that you can always see in the distance, um, which is like a lot of stories. You know, it's interesting because I'm reading the Narnia stories uh, to my daughter at the moment, and you know, Lord of the Rings is is that sort of story, isn't it? Sort of getting to a destination, I suppose. Yeah, but they got a reason for doing that trip. Well, you you don't, you presumably find out the reason, though, yeah, don't presumably, you? Presumably, like yeah. you did in Flower. No, no, whatever. 
Uh, I love flowers. Whatever you I say. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very curious I, about this. I think, you know, I'll probably have fun with it, but it looks like it has elements of Ico, maybe a little mist in well, there. Well, I thought that. I did think you would like this because that, because apparently it's very puzzle-based. But it's also going to be pretentious claptrap. I'm sure, but it's fine. No, I don't. I think it's going to be cool. It just looks cool. Uh, but basically, I'm not saying it doesn't look cool. Yeah, but basically, a lot of the the gameplay mechanics is to do with uh, cloth. Apparently, the gameplay yeah. system is. We know cloth. how much you love cloth, Chinny. I know. Are you touching cloth? No, no, that was last it's, week. It's like it's a it's like move, except it's a little towel. That well, you, uh, uh, you can't say we're not allowed. Oh to damn! It, I broke my own rule. Ah! Person. Anyway. Right. So yeah, the players' robes flow naturally in the wind as do banners, flags, and floating strips of fabric scattered throughout the world. Some are puzzles, some are clues. In one sequence we watched, Chen jumped uh, up into a trio of long ribbons flapping in the wind. Uh, They acted as a platforming device, turning the white cloth to red, covered in glyphs, when the player stepped onto them. Uh, After walking across all three, a stream of fabric poured out onto the rocky relic, forming a bridge to the next part of the game. So your feet are bleeding. I have no idea. Step on so the white cloth. It does sound a lot bed. more of a. It does sound a lot more of a game than flower. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. But then the other thing is because it's massive multiplayer and there's other people on it playing the same game as you, basically on the journey. I can't wait to see the other four people playing the game. Um, but you can come <laughs> across. Be very far away. I think. Hey, no, I, over there! I think this will be quite a big game. I think this will sell quite a lot. I, I mean, I'm more intrigued by this than a lot of the main major releases that have been announced. I have to say. Because I just feel like this is, you know, you know what I'm like. I like games that are unique and doing something different. And this is definitely sure ticking all boxes, yeah. Um, but basically, when you come across a, a stranger, as he likes to call them in the game, it, there'll be no identifier to tell you the gamer tag or anything like that. So you have no idea who they are. And there's no voice chat in the game. But he's done that on purpose because he doesn't want people to be able to communicate to each other. But you draw in the sand. It says something about yeah. drawing penises but you can in the draw sand. In the sand. So you so, write your name in the sand. You would. But he said that I guess that's up to you to decide out whether you're going to do that. Genie was a uh, yeah. but it was two K ten. Yeah. But he said it was quite funny that you know one of the testers drew a penis. You know we all yeah, do it. Of course it did. We can something in the mail the first thing anybody ever did in that world. When we, when we see a dirty van or something or the snow, yeah. we just have to draw, or we get like kind of two round-shaped things with a lung thing. We just kind of have to arrange them to look like a penis. I don't know why we do it. I don't know. The first, I'm sure cavemen did it, and they thought it was hilarious. And we still do it now. So we just have to draw penises. I don't know yeah. why. I mean, he says along the way you'll see side attractions running to fellow hikers in the world of Journey and solve puzzles together. Uh, you won't verbally communicate with them. The game can be both competitive and cooperative. Uh, we'll play about that. Uh, if yeah, a player is yeah, to play it that way, yeah. there's an end goal to the journey. It persist, it's persistent in the hidden mysteries of the world, encourage multiple playthroughs. Yeah, I totally see that. people like going on this in order to be jackasses and like disrupting other people's yes. attempts to win and yep. you know trying to have a little cooperative experience. I mean, look at Red Dead. You know, you're trying to do stuff and then some guy comes along and just shoots Bang. you. Yeah, yep. but I mean, uh, it depends. These people are jerks. It depends. Yeah. Metal. But I'm looking forward to this. I think it's it's possibly going to be a really great game. You know, I am really looking forward I'll, to it. I'll, I'll try that because it does sound more of a game. So I think for that reason, I'll, I'll try it. I mean, and, and Flow is such a weird game that you, you have to try it to judge it, I guess. You yeah. know, like you, you, can't really, um, you can't really say anything about it until you've played it. And I played it yeah. and then... 
Oh, yeah, but there's still uh, I still can't think of any game that made me smile as much as Flower. I just I just love that game. I, I can't. Just, yeah, what what was that? Halo Three made me smile when I was doing rocket races. That made me. Oh smile. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Rocket I think I've never laughed so much. Flower in, 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 is like, like a rocket race, man. Yeah, Flower, Flower. My Halo Three is like Stu's Flower. Yeah, a bit of comparison. Like I don't want to hear any more about Stu's flower. Okay, the uh, next next one. Up. Sounds like a film you watch when you're 13 years old and you're changing body. The story of Stu's flower. It's completely normal. And penis size doesn't make you less of a man. <laughs> it totally does. Um, yeah, there was a trailer, a new trailer for Test Drive Unlimited 2 was released at E3. Yeah. <laughs> what I didn't know about this game was the old island in the Yeah, Hawaii. I was coming to that. Going that was the, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you have to unlock the airport on the island of Ibiza, and once you unlock the airport, you can actually travel back to the old island. That's from the phenomenal. First game. Like, yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That island is huge. Yeah. It's the actual island with all the streets. Yep. They're both. And they, they have island. Uh, they have Hawaii, whatever which Hawaiian island it is. And oh, Oahu. Yeah, it's, it's something that well, oh, uh, it kind of sounds like this. Oahu. 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 It's pronounced Oahu. Wahoo! There you go. Well, yes. whatever. It, it kind of sounds like you just hit your toe off the, the table, right? So it's like oh, wahoo, right? Um, oh, wahoo. But a beefer as well. That's crazy. That's yeah. phenomenal. Here's what you're gonna love it, Chinny. This is right out of the thing that Stu's gonna read from. <clears throat> With similarities to PlayStation Home, you inhabit the world in the form of an <laughs> avatar that you well, can that the day. I'm Other sure players can challenge on the- you anytime, yeah. and you can invite yeah. them to join clubs and visit your houses. I- I said that, that it looks like home, but not in a good way. <laughs> you said it on the Red Dead show, you know, when we did the, oh, did sort of, the stuff that might be at E3, and we were talking uh, about test driving, you said it on the, that's when you I, said You know, that. I played the first one, and I don't know, I just didn't get into it, I don't... I like, I mean, when you read through the stuff you can do, it is quite impressive, you know, you can own houses, cars, uh, yeah, it's about like yacht, the lifestyle. You own houses in every game that comes out now, why is that special? But, yeah. No, but it's more about kind of being, being like, you know, like a show-off kind of thing, it like is. a dude, and you've got all these cool cars, and you just hang out, and have some races, and just chill out, <laughs> But what's quite cool? I'm sorry. Hang on a second. When I'm chilling out, I want to be in a game. I want to be doing something in the game. Just home is chilling out. No, you can say like you were in my apartment, right? And I'm like, dude, sit yourself there, man. Chill, all right. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get you a drink. And then we'll go in my garage. We'll go in my garage, right? I'm like, yeah, dude. Do you want to see my car? And I'll just get in the car. You in the passenger seat? I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a spin. Yeah. My my thing is that I don't get the point of. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think it sounds like there's some things in here that are going to be very silly. And I, I should, you know, I can't judge it until I play it. But I don't know. Anytime they talk about it's yeah. like home, I'm just like. Come no, on. I agree. I agree with you there, dude. There are some things where it's, I was I was being very, uh, you know, sarcastic when I was saying you could chill out and stuff. <laughs> some of the stuff like, some of the social stuff seems daft. Um, I don't fancy sharing a jacuzzi with a fellow gamer <laughs> and, you know. Drinking uh, champagne or whatever. If we, do, if we do that, all three of us, if we do that, we'll never talk about it again. No, I'll just put in some, I'll turn on the jacuzzi bubbles and then yeah. I'll put in yeah. some carrots and some uh, celery and I'll be like, uh, turn it up to 350. I'll be like, just sit there for a while. Just simmer there. I mean, sit there for a while. It does It does look like it is like a bling game. It's like, look at my cars. Oh, look at my house. Yeah. It is It is a bit like that. It's like a sort of, you yeah. know. It's a game where you can be a cock. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. 
Um, but but it is going to be, I suppose, a bit of an MMO because everybody will exist on the same server. So everyone who's playing the game will be in the same server, pretty much. So aren't there going to be thousands and thousands of cars oh. clogging up the streets? Quite possibly. <laughs> Again, you're trying to drive on a nice it's leisurely a big path, place. and there's 17 people place. ramming you from the side over and over again. I remember, I remember uh, my girlfriend playing the first one, and she was driving along, and then she accidentally crashed into somebody online, and she's like, oh, oh sorry, and... and um, she said, "Is that somebody in real life?" I went, "Yeah." All right, and she she got scared and they started chasing her because they found out she was a girl because she was talking on the voice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I mean, the first one was quite because the the demo had all that stuff in it, didn't it? You could sort yeah. Of, yeah, the demo yeah. was a cool demo. I remember that being a cool demo. Anyway, so that's something to possibly look forward to. Oh, okay, what we're talking about demos very quickly. Yeah, yeah I played the Transformers demo with Duke last oh, week. Yeah, I tried. It wouldn't and, work. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, I'm with Duke. Like, it's it's an interesting game. It's it's quite surprising how how much fun it is. Uh, I don't know if I'll buy. It. I'm I'm interested in the co-op. I think, um, but the demo doesn't let you invite friends. Yeah. What's that about? No, did it? No, I know. What? Like it's like you you have to buy the full game to invite friends. <laughs> like surely if you want to promote your game, let me invite my friends and we can all play and then we can all say yeah. we're getting this. That is stupid. What a stupid that decision. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah, but the game, but the, the co-op might be quite fun, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I was quite impressed. The, I, yeah. I managed to play for about two minutes, and then it wouldn't let me connect to another game. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. That was it. Um, yeah, next up, Agency. We've got some screenshots released. Wow. We didn't Take care. Uh, talk about this. Um, yeah, do you, know, do you know what? I was being like, really? Is that what it looks like? The art style, not what I expected. Good or bad way? Um. It looks okay. It does look okay, but it's it just doesn't not... look like a spy game. No, it doesn't look anything like a spy game. It looks like a shooter. But maybe they've just picked sort of action orientated shots to show that off or something. I don't know. Kind of looks. Oh, I don't know. It's quite colourful. It is very colourful. It's very not cell shaded, but it is very bright. Yeah, I wouldn't. I was going to compare it to Borderlands, but it's not shell shaded. But yeah, I mean, as you, it's like Saints Row. Yeah, it's like Saints Row. Yeah. I mean, it, it does look slightly. So there's a, there's one shot. There's a, like a first person shot of a rifle, and that looks very sort of cell shaded. If you look at that one. Oh yeah, I am looking at that. No, well, uh, the, it looks a bit yeah, team. I mean, it looks clean. It looks yeah, very it clean. Um, you know, there's the, the 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 guns look clean. They look brand new and stuff. Yeah, it looks like Saints Row, but better looking. Yeah, or a bit like Just Cause, maybe. Yeah, something like that. That just goes looking out. But again, you know, we just don't know enough about this game. I mean, the screenshots look okay. They do look okay. I always get it mixed up. Which one's the agency and which one's agency? This agency is the non-rockstar one. So this is the non-rockstar one. So hold this on. is a so this is a massive multiplayer online game that they're bringing. So, so hold on, the agency yeah. is uh, the non-rockstar one. Correct, and it's a massive. That's the Sony. The, the, that's the Sony one. Sony exclusive, yeah. All right, and. Our agency... No, Agent. Oh, Agent. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Is the Rockstar game, the... which is also a Sony exclusive. Okay. <laughs> but this one's a massive multiplayer online, and Agent, I would assume, is a sandbox sort of spy Rockstar yeah. take Well, there's nothing... This, I, the Agency... Um, there's nothing about it that's... 
screaming out out at me. No, there isn't. There isn't. But he's he's so little, and and you know, like you say, it's all the the way it works from what I can gather is you you just give him missions, and everybody plays in the same, and you're sort of fighting different factions that everybody's created. The customization of the characters. I mean, they don't look that different from each other, and they're just it's just screenshots of people shooting at each other. Yeah, it looks a bit generic. It looks a bit generic. But I am sort of it's PC as well, so it's PlayStation Three and PC. So I am quite you know I'm I'm fairly cautiously positive that it could be yeah. good. You know? Cautiously just, positive. Do you like that? It's quite... A reserved judgment though. That. Cautiously positive. I like um, it if it's good. Yes, that's what we want. We want good. We want an MMO that works and is good fun and everybody plays and you can have a laugh doing it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we had some news this week uh, concerning Portal 2 and the PS3 Steamworks announcement, so someone uh-huh. delved into that a little bit more. They've also said it could be cross-compatible with the PC version if Valve gets uh-huh. this way. So there'll be sort of PC players playing with console players and yeah. vice versa. Well, we, uh, we've seen this before. It didn't work out, so let's, uh, yeah. let's hope this yeah. works. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, the attraction of that is, to be honest. I don't no. see the point. No. No. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I guess it just gives more players available to play with, but I, I don't know whether that's really needed, in all honesty. Um, it could be more interesting if they implement it in the orange box or any future Valve titles. I doubt it. Yeah, but I do think that the Steam thing is is quite could be far reaching. I think that's quite a big thing for Sony um, yeah. to to have Steam on the PS3 and and possible downloadable games via Steam. You know, I think I think I don't think they're going to get that far with it. You just don't know, though, do you? I think they'll go with the Steamworks and the, the downloading like expansion packs and yeah. mods and stuff. But I don't think you'll be able to download actual games. No, but I, you know, you know, you never know, do you? Never say, cool. never say, never say never. That was um, a remake of Thunderball, which was a terrible yeah. remake, and uh, Thunderball was a terrible one film as well. Made in 1965, just after the Goldfinger. There you go. I'm talking <laughs> now. That's a great segue. Talk. Yeah, I, have, I know too much about Bond films. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, talking about that, with, there is a um, yeah, Golden. And it's quite quite positive. Got to say, good. It is. It is quite positive. And um, like John said, or who said that on the forums? Was it John? Uh, yes. Yeah. Or John. Yeah. John or Jack? On the on the that's the veteran gamers uh, forums. You should go there. It's really good. Yeah, veteran gamers forums. Join up. Your ears do not deceive you. That's right. Uh, someone said that. I said it would be good, so that means it's going to be good. Yeah. What do so... you mean? Jack, that Jack who said that. That oh, was Jack. Yeah, that was Jack. See, there you go. But seriously, what do you know? It's good. Saw is a good game. Um, <laughs> and now you're pushing your luck. Yeah. I know, yeah. It's a good it's game. Okay game. Right. Yeah, God, no. I'm, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. It, it just, as I say, it looks like a, it looks like a remake um, done right. It, it, I think Nintendo know how valuable this this brand is. And they tried to do it before. They tried to make a GoldenEye Rogue. Yeah. And it fell on its arse so badly. And it was terrible, and it was rushed. Uh, it was just very, very bad. Um, so I, I think they're, they're just trying to do it right. And from what I hear, they have. But apparently they were playing it with the, you know, the new. there's a new Nintendo Classic controller, isn't there? I don't know. And that's that's what they used to play, and they said it worked really well with that, as opposed to the Wiimote and Nunchuk. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, probably what I'll play it with. Like, yeah. with the, I've got, like, a GameCube controller, yeah. Use that. Which I have also. I have one of those. 
but yeah, they said even with the rose tinted specs off, it's not a bad game at all. They were they were kind of, you can do it either stealthy or balls out just going for it. Sure if you went back and played the original, it would be rose tinted glasses, and you'd be like, ooh. But yeah, very yeah. good. I'm glad. I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. But yeah, no, they've given it good. They said it works well. The the shooting, you know, the shooting works well. The uh, the guns and it looks fairly good on the Wii. It doesn't look too bad considering it's on the Wii. So all in all, a, a good do. Okay, let's move on. Uh, yeah, Fallout New Vegas gameplay uh, videos. Yeah. A couple of those. Uh, a couple of those. So what do we think? The first video we... says it exactly right. First thing it says is it's Fallout. If you play Fallout 3, it's just more of the same from what I can tell. Obviously, there's like new creatures, there's new weapons, you know. It's like a huge expansion, and it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. And, you know, if they did, look, you don't need to fix much in Fallout 3, so don't exactly. tweak it, don't mess with it, you know. And that looks like what they're doing, so good on them. I'm day one, baby. Are you day one for this? It does look what, what's, what will day one be? Ah, now that's a good question. Do I don't know? have the release an exact release date for this. I don't November, think they said, I think. He said November. Yeah. Well, that that's, was school year's been in session enough to make that, you know, viable, I think. Yeah. I'll probably be, yeah, I'll probably be day one. They did delay Alpha, Alpha Practical, though, when they made that. Remember that? Yeah, no, that's true. And also, just talking of delays, uh, Brink's been delayed to 2011 now, hasn't it? 2011 is going to be f- crazy. It's going to be like the start of 2010. Yeah, no, there's a lot of games already oh. announced that they're releasing then anyway, regardless. But there's quite a few been delayed until then, in addition. So we're going to have another very busy start to the year. But I think developers have realised if they split it up a bit, they'll get more copies sold. You know, rather than trying to cram it all into October and yeah. November. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that I think that's probably happened. You know, I think they maybe realised that. Um, yeah. Yeah, GoldenEye, it's looking pretty good. Fallout New Vegas, looking pretty good. Yay. Uh, a little bit of other stuff. Uh, Conduit 2, uh, I had a look at this. Actually, I was quite impressed with this. Did you see this? I looked no, at it. No, I, I heard um, Steve Conger and Greg DeLacy talk about it because they saw it in the flesh yep. when they yep. were at E3 and they said it looked pretty good. It does. It does. I'm quite amazed because I played the first one and I know pe- a lot of people called it out and all that sort of stuff, but... It was okay. It was a fun game. It just didn't do anything original. It wasn't doing anything new. But it, it actually landed, wasn't it? Yeah, but it worked well. You know, the mechanic. They had all the mechanics tied down. You know, everything worked properly in it. And looking at this, I'll tell you what, it's it's amazing what they look like they've squeezed out of the Wii. And well, I think that's always the, the the thing, isn't it? Like they've yeah. got the engine, they've made the engine, and now they're just adding stuff to it for a sequel. So yeah, I mean, I think they've they've obviously done a lot of tweaking. I think they've done a lot. I think there's a lot of trickery going on with shading and shadowing and things like that. But you know what? They've really squeezed it. You know, made some really cool looking stuff. So you know, it could be good. I'm I'm definitely gonna probably pick this up. You know, I liked the first one. You know, it wasn't amazing, but I liked it enough. And yeah, I think I'll definitely be picking this up and and giving it a go. So there you go, Conduit 2. So another Wii game to look out for. Um, probably the next thing I'm going to talk about sort of surprised me the most, I would have said. Um, Underwear which, Party? No. For the Wii? That's a good game. But basically, they've, they've released the, the uh, like a video for the prequel for Dead Rising 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I thought it was quite shocking. It was not what I was expecting at all. I really didn't expect that. I mean, I'm going to watch it now. I'm going to watch it now. You need to watch it because it's a bit of a shock uh, how they've they've put this together. Yes. 
Bit of a shock. Yeah, I mean, we've got to wait now for Chini while he has a quick look. I ain't waiting for Chini. I'm going to talk about it right now. Okay, go for it. If I spoil things for him, then so be it. All right, here's the first thing. Look, the grass is alive, and it's, like, eating your face. And I'm like, what is that? And then there's, like, this unicorn, and he comes in, and he's, like, sodomizing a goat. And it's like, dude, that's so wrong. And then it's like, this game is perfect for children. The end. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah, if that was the case, it would be pretty shocking. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But that isn't sort of... That's not the case, no. You know, yeah, it's interesting. Um, So my understanding is that they're going to be releasing like a little mini game. I mean, a a miniature version of the game on Xbox Live, is that right? And this is it. This is it. This is it. The idea is there's this guy, I hope Chinny's not listening, and uh, his daughter's infected. Yep. But she's so she's not much of a zombie yet apparently. I didn't see any evidence of her actually being a zombie, but he's injecting her with some sort of hopeful cure or something. But there's a quarantine coming, so he's got to get her to safety and uh and then there's all these zombies attacking and they're holed up in a gas station. It does look but what what I think is interesting, you know, all the stuff we've seen about Dead Rising 2 so far has all been tongue in cheek. Look what you can do. You can have a dirt bike with chainsaws on the handlebar. Yeah, and there's parts of this preview that are like that too, but there's also parts that are like, you know, a father protecting his daughter. Yeah, I was, I was quiet because I just, yeah. Both of those in the preview. Yeah, I was expecting it all to be tongue-in-cheek sort of, you know, just sort of, yeah. And it, it wasn't at all. It's quite serious and obviously it's got a bit of a tone to it and it looked good. I mean, we, I don't think there was a lot at E3 uh, with Dead Rising 2. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure when this is releasing because I mean there has been again a lot of sort of speculation as to when uh, this is coming out. But it gave me more of it. it. It felt more like you know the Left 4 Dead style of run and sort of gun and get from one point to another, looking at the prequel rather than you know in. I mean there was a little bit of that in. Have you did you ever play the original Dead Rising? I played it for like ten minutes and then I just was like meh. Yeah, you obviously didn't give it long enough, but there was a lot of fetch quests and stuff like that in it. You know, a lot of going having to collect survivors from different parts of the shopping mall. I don't mind that. Yeah, but it was a big, it was a big shopping mall. You know, once you sort of got your head around that, and it was quite a huge area to cover, um, and it had its issues. Uh, but I'm quite looking forward to this because it isn't the original developers. If they handed it over to some uh, Canadians, I think it is Canadian developers. I'm back. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, it's, uh, that's quite that's quite different, isn't it? Yeah, you know, infected daughter. Yeah, I said, father. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I said, we just... it's weird that the trailer's so dark, and then he's wearing a, uh, a dress at one point. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's a bit odd. And he has a has a pitchfork with a gun on it. Yeah, <laughs> or a gun with a pitchfork. Very strange. Well, people made man. those, you know. They're, that's a real thing. No, no, gun yeah, swords. Like gun are swords. Real. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did. I can imagine some hillbillies, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, putting together a. Someone's pitch. in for a hell of an ass forking. Yeah. I'll pin you down and then shoot you. <laughs> Stab you first. Squeal like a pig. Yeah, but yeah, no, I've got to say I was, uh, I'm quite, uh, yeah, quite impressed with that. I thought it looked really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, final one that I, I came across, uh, which again, I was looking out for the ones that were sort of doing a little bit different. Uh, there's a game coming on the week called Lost in Shadow. Yes. Looks really good. It does look very good. It does yeah. look really good. You know, and basically it's a, a platformer, isn't it, I believe? So it's a platformer pl- where you play, you, you, you're a guy and you're a shadow, and the shadow is, is torn apart from the actual person, yeah. and he's locked away, and you you have to kind of, um, you're the shadow and you use kind of objects 
in the foreground shadow in the background to move around you have to manipulate certain objects to make shadows uh, um, yeah it's interesting it's one of those kind of weird quick like a like a braid or something you know like a weird quirky platformer that that's got just one play on something you know and works well with it and just concentrates on that one thing rather than throwing in 500 different things it looks like it's going to be fun it does look it does look an interesting concept i mean these are the sort of games that really interest me more than anything else rather than all the sequels yeah. I, you know, I like it when a game just tries things. like thinks of one cool idea and then acts on that rather rather than just trying to do a bit of everything you know uh, especially for like little games like this yeah, you know, I think I think for that for that reason I'll I'll check it out. And also, I mean, they've done an art style which will work really well on the Wii. That doesn't have to be yeah. too graphically intense. That's what you got to do on the Wii, though, isn't it? Yeah. Really, to to kind of make a, a decent looking game is to have an art style rather than try and make everything look. Weird. I think what's interesting, I think in some ways, because because of the limitations of the Wii, it's made maybe developers produce more unique type games on it because of those limitations you know yeah, well they can't they can't just yeah. make it look pretty can they they can't just make it look good and look cool and put robots in it and make it look like one of the best looking games or something and rely on that they have to do something unique and... yeah i mean mad world was a was a good uh, example yeah. of that wasn't it you know yeah. because that really was uh you know totally funky um yeah the final thing i just and there's nothing to do with games with it is an e3 thing apparently uh, sony have pretty much called out Nintendo for its 3D tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they've been making some uh, some comments about that, saying that yeah, basically Nintendo's tech is inaccurate. So there you go. Right. <laughs> there you go. There have been some games that you haven't mentioned. I'll quickly just mention. Yeah, well, I thought if, I was just going to say if there's anything else I might have missed because yeah. I sort of have a look around. There's, uh, there's a new Pirates of the Caribbean game coming out. All right. Which uh, it's an open world RPG. It's right. got a mora- morality system. Jack Sparrow will not be in the game. so it's And it's set a few years before the first film. Okay. So it's a completely new characters, new story, all this. So parts of the Caribbean, Armada of the Damned. Can I just say what's interesting about that? There was uh, one of the threads in one of the, I think it was either in the forums at, at uh, Gaming for the Elderly or it was on our site or somewhere. And someone was talking about what other genres that rock star should should tackle, and someone said pirates. Yeah. So, so maybe this is that. Although like, not rock star, but you know. Well, what, like there hasn't been a good western game really till Red Dead Redemption, and so yeah. there hasn't been a great pirate game. Well, I guess Monkey Island is uh, is probably one of them. Anyway, uh, Do Sex Human Revolution. We've yeah, got, that does look good. I must there, admit. There's there's some hands-on stuff going around now, and uh, it's like a third-person action game. But the gadgets, I think, he's going to make. Gonna make that game unique. There's Star Wars: The Force Unleashed two. Yeah. And for people who care, there was two endings to the first one, and I, I was wondering what what they're gonna do with that. Are they gonna carry on? You save or something funky? No, they're, they're gonna start the game from the good ending. There's a good ending in the first game. They're gonna start the game a couple of months after the good ending. Um, and there's still there's still the good and bad thing in two. So it's kind of like, you know, they're redoing all that. I think it'll be um, it'll be fun. They, they've they've Tweaked all the force powers so it's easier to target stuff, which was always a problem in uh, Force Unleashed. So that's good. Super Scribbernauts. Yeah, no, I saw this. I saw this. Scribbernauts uh, was, uh, I think, just kind of, it was a good idea, but wasn't executed very well. And um, people complained of the controls. Well, in Super Scribbernauts, you can control your character with the D-pad, which is yeah, all they people fixed it, haven't they? 
Yeah, they yeah, fixed and it. you can give um, kind of like different types. So if you want, you can you can spawn in like a baby. But if yep. you want to spawn in a sad baby, you can like spawn in like diff- like happy baby, sad baby, hungry baby, whatever. Yeah, you can use um, adge- adjectives now, adjective can't you? There, as well, yeah. so, and there's also um, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. Yeah, we did mention a... that last week. We didn't talk yeah. about it a lot, but we no, did mention it's, uh Greg was saying that it's kind of like God of War. Well, it could have been Steve. Oh. Kind of like God of War. Kind of like God of War. Uh, what else we got? Well, we got Body Count, um, the maker of Black. Yes. He's body Count. And the maker of... Black, something black his name is. Stuart Black. Stuart Black. He said, body count is about shooting people. So, uh, I think it's all about gun combat. Like, good, decent gun combat. You know, he's always talking about how he should really feel the kind of weight of the gun that you're holding. Killzone 2 tried that and failed, so let's hope this one works. Uh, Troin 2. Troin came out for the, uh, the PlayStation Network only. And probably the PC. Or Steam, it did come out on Steam. I think. Yeah, it was on PC, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't on the Xbox uh, Live Arcade, but it is now, and it's going to be co-op. So trying to kind of like fantasy-esque puzzle platform type thing. Quite expensive from what I remember. Harmfront, we talked about that. Yeah, I did play Trine. I did, I did have a play. Oh, yeah, you it's, did, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a weird game because you have to switch between characters to do different tasks. Because yeah, you have like... like a, Star Wars. Yeah, you have like a yeah, a little bit like no, it is a lot like that because you have a wizardy guy, you have like a fighter, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the other one is. There's three different types of characters that you can play as, but each yeah. of them has their own jobs that you can do in the game to solve the puzzle. So yeah, it's quite good. The first one was good. Yeah, it was Bionic good. Bionic Commando Rearmed Two. Yeah. So another 2D Bionic Commando game because yeah, the 3D are- one. Yeah, that was good. The 3D terrible. one was an epic fail, but everybody liked the 2D one. So, yeah. uh, and you could jump, Stu. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah. 3, Beast Mode. Did we talk about Beast Mode? No. We talked about it in the overseas. Oh, yeah. did we? Uh, yeah. Hello, Duke's Dog. Uh, beast Mode is basically you play you, you, you play the locusts and you've got to kill oh, the Oh, yes. No, I heard that on something else. What did I hear yeah. that? Overseas connection probably with that fine host, Chinny. Yeah. Um, well, uh, oh, yeah, there's another Professor Layton. Professor Layton and the Mask of Miracle. That's going to be in 3D. XCOM. There's previews of XCOM. Yeah. There's uh, not a the lot. Makers... There's a little bit of hands-on stuff, isn't there? But... Yeah. From the makers of Bioshock, and I must say, yeah. it looks a lot like Bioshock, kind of style. Not... I mean, yeah. like, it's set in, like, a kind of like a Desperate Housewives-type setting, you know? Yeah, the 50s sort of, yeah. Yeah, um... So I like the setting, and yeah, I mean, it does it does certain tricks that Bioshock does, you know, kind of like uses shadow as well, and it looks like Bioshock, but set in a different, you know. Set a lot of people world. are unhappy about this game, though. So. I know, yeah, but I, I say shut up until you you play it because Bioshock was great. No, no, no really but they're, they're all remembering the original XCOM, and they're unhappy. Right on, that, so who oh, cares? That's strategy. Um, game. People who remember that are old, and uh, <laughs> that is true. And strategy games just don't sell, so why would they bother? Why would they do that? Yeah. It worked for Fallout, it could work for this. Yeah. Uh, I think that I talked about... Did I say Mindjack? I told you about Mindjack or someone. I don't know. Mindjack is a game where you hack minds or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Yeah, there wasn't... I mean, there wasn't a whole lot more, but there was a few that sort of got overlooked, I think, just due to everything else. Uh, due to oh. 3D. 3D's fault and moving yes. stupid connect. Um, we have got an email, so I'd like to finish off with that before we just move on to the last segment of the show. Um, 
Uh, it's from um, iPete, one of our regular uh-huh. listeners. Yeah, yeah, so thank, thank you very much for this. Uh, but basically, he's put us a, a question to us. So let's see what you think about this. He says, uh, basically, hey, guys, I'd hey. like to share a concern that I've had for a little while, which has only been exaggerated by everything that happened at E3. It seems with every advancement that is made in gaming technology, the emphasis is to increase immersion and decrease the gap between gaming and real life. Look at Kinect. We no longer need a controller to exist within a virtual space. That's just mind-boggling. How long will it be until we have a VR headset and the RFID chips under our skin, which Nintendo have spoken of in the past? So I'd like to ask you, do you think that gaming is going to become so immersed uh, that we forget about the beauty of the real world and lose any will to do any things in real life that we can do from our own living rooms. Anyway, thanks for taking the time to read this. Uh, you still have the best podcast around. Oh, thank you for that. That cost me 10 quid, that. 10 quid. Yeah. Uh, so keep up the good work, I, Pete. Uh, P.S. Dupes, sound effects rock, and so does the quiz. Stick to <laughs> So what do we think, Chinny? What do you think? Is, is gaming getting too realistic? I watched a documentary the other day. It was called Total Recall. And uh, <laughs> two weeks. Um, two apparently, weeks. we're going li- to live um, on Mars and everything's going to be all alternative reality and our eyes are going to pop out. And then <laughs> our eyes are going to pop out of our skull and then they're going to pop back in and we're going to survive. So no, And I also watched Get your ass doc- from Mars. All right, stop it. I also watched another documentary called The Lawnmower Man, which was fascinating. God, that was terrible stuff. Um, I yeah, well, I, here. I think they'll become more immersive. I don't think they'll overtake real life. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're obviously going to end up, you know, the, the logical conclusion is going to be like what we've seen in other places, like The Matrix and what have you, and it'll be, you know... A situation, well, you know, the Matrix obviously is the dystopia version of it, but, you know, Snow Crash and other things, like, yeah, people will, I mean, I, see, here's the thing, I don't think it'll be, actually, there's a really good book called Everyone in Silico, and it was written by one of the former editors of Adbusters, and it's a really interesting look at, not so much everybody's by themselves living in a virtual world, but, I mean, there's probably a big deal of that, but there's also, I think, this thing of, you know, you'll have basically some device, you know, contact lenses or whatever it is, you know, microchips in your skin that make the world, you know, put a different skin on the world so that everybody is seeing something different when they look around. Kind and of like, kind of of like you're in the real world, but you're also seeing Facebook or something at the same time. Yeah, point. exactly. And you've got six windows floating around you, so you can be doing Facebook and Twitter and all that other stuff as well. And you've got your, you know, iPod-like thing that floats near you or whatever it is and plays some music for you. And, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I think we will definitely end up in a situation like that. But, um, I don't think that necessarily means that we won't be able to appreciate what's still beautiful and natural in the world. I mean, the one thing I remember is, uh, do you remember the film Strange Days? Remember that? Oh, God, that movie sucked. Did it? I quite like that. But that oh, was... my God, you are the devil. But that was a skewed version <laughs> of I knew it. VR, wasn't it? And people using yeah. stuff to have memories of other people that they hadn't really lived, but they just sort of, you know, were yeah. existing. And you get to, you're right, you get to experience virtual things. And I mean, yeah, there's some neat ideas in that movie, but 
Then there was the horrible, like, force the rape victim to experience her, you know, the joy of the, or I don't know, the guy was experiencing the terror of the woman being raped or something. Oh, my God. It was just atrocious. Yeah, it was a weird film. I mean, but, but the, I sucks, also, but I yeah, also it was always wanted thing. to know. When I watched the, the Matrix, I always wanted to know what was on the mini disc he was handing over at the beginning of the film. What was Dude, on? Dude, it's drugs. Yeah, but it was a mini disc. What sort of drugs come on a mini disc? Well, you know, like, okay, so the Kung Fu thing that he did is teaching him Kung Fu in a dojo. No, well, no, that... no, no, no. He's talking about the, the, the star. I know. When... I'm making an analogy. If that's what the Kung Fu disc is, then the drugs disc is, you know, I don't know, you're soaring through the universe and, you know, you're having, like, sex with 100 people at once or I don't know. Like, yeah, but at that point, he knew nothing about the Matrix or any of that stuff. So well, how, the... how would he be giving people stuff that he knew nothing about? There you go. It's Man, a I just, no, I just thought that it was just kind of some hacking software that he could make. I don't know. He did. He did come across like he was doing a drug deal, though, didn't he? The way yes. they did that. Yeah, but I it was some like illegal that. hacking software. That's what I thought it would be. I always wondered. Illegal hacking drug software. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, maybe it was. Um, maybe it was Vampire Ryan, and he was ashamed. <laughs> maybe it was. <laughs> it was uh, Saw the game. Yeah. Don't let anyone know you're playing this. <laughs> I think Don't talk in- about it on a podcast for crap. I think it's interesting. I mean, the point he makes about sort of us spending more times in virtual worlds rather than going yeah, outside. I mean, would you, would you regard? People? I mean, how many people spend time on Facebook, and that's a virtual world? Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, like people. And I mean, call- you know, it's a matter of balance, I think, and it's a matter of deciding what's important, you know, and like realizing that there's a need for us to put all the electronic stuff down every once in a while and go for a walk and all that that's- stuff. That's why I, that's why I baked uh, some cookie dough today. And I, I thought I've been I'm playing too many games, so I, I'm going to make some cookie dough. And I walked seven miles yesterday. That's what I did. I said, and I debugged a bunch of code. There you go. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, but I don't I don't think it's a it's a terrible thing. I mean, for instance, you know, if it if it wasn't for games, we wouldn't have been able to experience. You know, living in the Wild West, would we? In Red Dead Redemption and stuff wild, like that. Wild West. The Wild West. And I think... Although, Not until they make Westworld a reality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although it's advancing, I don't think it's advancing at a rate that will ever sort of do that. Because it's diminishing returns, isn't it? It can only get to look so well, much better. Don't forget, it's going to be held by held back by the industry as well. Like, yeah. we've, I feel like we've gone backwards a little bit with um, Connect and Move and the Wii... Like in in some terms, because it's just gone back to like mini games and shovelware, like like the arcade games where it was just kind of one idea done over and over and over again. Yeah. So like the the industry kind of and its audience also make decisions. So we we won't. I I will really want story to advance, but story's not going to advance when Just Dance is selling millions. Yeah, that's a fair point because you know the companies are going to want to just sell everything as much as possible, and never mind about if it's more immersive or less immersive. So I think that may be a natural counterbalance to the danger of immersive technology. But then, in some ways, I want games to be more immersive and more sort of have a more emotional connection with them rather than just shooting. Oh yeah, stuff. definitely. Yeah, of course. You know, that's what that's what I'm looking for is an experience, and is you know that's what I want. Uh, yeah. But I don't. But that's the vast minority of games that are going to yeah. actually work to make that happen. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to sort of you know compete with the real world outside. You know, maybe it will for some people. I don't know. Huh? You know, maybe some people, or say someone's incapacitated in whatever way, so they can't really get out and about in the real world. Maybe it's a benefit to them that they can yeah, sort of experience. Second, Second Life has had some interesting. Um, there's been some interesting research into the ways that Second Life helps people who have, yeah, that sort of disability or mental 
Yeah. Stuff. You know. So there's there's positives to it as well, but I don't I don't yes. think it's ever going to happen. I certainly don't think we're going to end up with chips under our skin. Oh yeah, uh, we are. Oh, we totally yeah. are. Have you have you ever read a story? Can I ask? Have you read a story called Otherworld or Otherland? Oh. Is it Otherland? Otherland by a guy called uh, Tad Williams. He's asking you. You've well. never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, is it yeah. Otherland? Or Otherland? Or... But that that is literally what that is about. It's about virtual reality and all the, the you know the big wigs in the world own these is it ri- written by tad williams yeah tad williams did the dragon bone chair and all that, that is correct it is the guy who did the dragon bone chair so you do know him i know uh, tad williams yeah it's a it's a really good story you should definitely read it it's really he good lives, and that, he lives where greg lives does he yeah. there you go, there you go. Uh, but it's called Otherland, and it's about if seven i bo- see a movie where computers threaten our personal liberties i will know that you stole my idea yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you that go. That was really good. That was That's really a good. really good impression. Uh, wow. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> it's not <laughs> exactly a compliment to say that I'm good at doing the comic book guy. I, I love. Uh, I love it when the missile hits him because I've wasted my life. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Uh, so, th- so there you go. Thank you, Pete. There you go. Just yeah, that was a good question. Oh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was. Fun. It was. It was interesting. It was. I had fun predicting the future. Yes, predicting yeah. the future. Yeah, um, yeah that's not going to happen until we get the Xbox Seven Twenty. Then that'll happen. Yeah. Or the PS. Skate or die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when oh, we get I reckon, no, when, when all that is going on, you know, we got low contact lenses that give us all this crazy, you know, interface and stuff. People will still hope that Duke Nukem Forever will. will is coming. <laughs> it's still coming. It really it's is. still coming. Lo, 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 lo. <laughs> Never happening. Okay, I think we do uh, need to take a quick break. Yes. Uh, oh. right, we're going to do the year that was. We have got another quiz. We aren't giving it. People are getting all upset because we've not been doing the quiz so much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did mention this burning last... things in effigy. They're like, we demand the quiz. Uh, the trouble with the quiz. out there in front of my house, all you people. Yeah, the trouble with the quiz is it does take a lot of work and there's only so many questions. So we thought we'd mix it up with other stuff so that we, you know, we don't waste it out. I, I, I like the uh, the gaming 101 stuff as well. Yeah, game room 101, which we will do possibly the week after because you you have done half a quiz. I mean, I wrote a quiz, yeah, because I thought I was doing a quiz and then yeah. I didn't do a quiz. So we will do that next week. So the the quiz will be back next week for all those people. Uh, Duke, have you got some music for us tonight? I yeah. have some music right. for us. Uh. This Go is called GoldenEye 007 Creeper at the Train Depot. Excellent.
There you go. That was good. We like we like the old electronic stuff every now and again. That was good. So what do you long, wasn't it? It was a lot it was long, I have to say. I think that might be getting cut down when I do the edit. I don't mind. That is a that is a long track. So where, where did that come from? Overclocked remix. It's a good website, they got a lot of cool stuff on it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So yes, so yeah, we're going to do the year that was. So uh, yeah, so this year, this year's, this week's, this week's year that was is the year two thousand. I thought we'd do this week. Oh man, I remember that when the world blew up because of Y two K. Y two K. So here we go. Uh, so yeah, so what I'm going to go through is sort of. I thought, seeing as it's been E three, I'd go through E three in two thousand. What were the games of E three two thousand to All start? Right. Yeah, see, do you like that? It's good. You see, do you see what I did? Um, so let's go through the, the, the best. So these are the, the Game Critic Awards for that year. So what okay. they thought was best in show. Okay. Uh, so best simulation game in uh, 2000 was Mech Warrior 4 Vengeance for the PC. Ever played that? Yes. Oh, yeah, uh... I play that all the time. No, I've never heard nope. of it. Okay, never heard of it. There'll be someone out there going, never heard of it. Yeah, that'll be Greg. That'll be Greg. Yeah. He, he loves his mech games. So there you go. So Mech Warrior 4 Vengeance was the uh, the best simulation. Um, okay, best online multiplayer, uh, Neverwinter Nights. Wow. Neverwinter Nights. I played this Bioware game. You know they were around back then doing the stuff that you know cool stuff. I don't think I ever played that. But was Baldur's Gate before or after that? Ah, uh, that I don't know. That, that was a great know. game too. But Neverwinter Never Nights was a cool game. It was based on Dungeons and Dragons rules, so it was pretty much... Well, yeah, much... that's what oh, that's what all, yeah. a lot of their games were back in the day, Baldur's so, Gate and all that. Yeah, so it was pretty much make your character, and then when you attack somebody, it's all automatic, depending on what sort of spells you've... Uh, and, and you know what was awesome about those games, among other things, is that it was fairly simple in terms of what happened. You know, you had weapons, you had magic, you had armor, you kill the yeah. bad guys, you get better stuff. You didn't have to worry about junctioning summon crystals and rings and shit. It was quite... Neverwinter Nights was quite a complicated one, though, in, in so much as you had to equip the right spells with the right weapons and all that oh. sort of stuff. I don't know about spells so there was a, there was a lot of that in Neverwinter Nights. Uh, my mate still plays it today. He's still playing it now. Dude, he's intense! Yeah, ten years later, he's still... Did you tell him that there are games being released I know. after I know. that? <laughs> he absolutely loves Neverwinter Nights. And I, it is quite a cool game to play. And, you know, the plot revolves around the plague and you've got to find the cure and, you know, that was... But that after was ten cool. years, he still hasn't found the cure. Give it up, dude. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, right, best social casual puzzle game. Okay. Oh. In the year 2000, it was a game called uh, Samba de Amigo. For the Dreamcast, anybody any ideas? No, no idea. Uh, let's have a look. It was a rhythm game originally developed by the Sonic Team and released in 1999 by Sega and Arcades in 2000 for the Dreamcast video game console. I didn't have a Dreamcast. So I had a yeah. friend. I had two friends who had Dreamcast, but I didn't. Have do you know? Do you know who developed this? Who developed this for the for the Dreamcast? You uh, said it was no, no, no. Sonic that was for the arcade version. For oh. The arcade version. Uh, the Dreamcast version was developed by Gearbox. <laughs> so go figure. Huh. <laughs> Gearbox of Borderlands. Uh, Gearbox software, yeah. So there you go, that's what they made. And uh, apparently it, it was played with a pair of maracas. And as the, the song played, the, the player guided by on-screen graphics must shake the maracas at high, middle or low heights with yeah. the best of the music. Or occasionally must strike poses with the maracas held in various positions. So there you go, That back in 2000, that was the height of uh, puzzle social games. There we go. Uh, best strategy game, and I've got to say, this one wins nearly all the awards. Uh, best strategy game, real-time or turn-based, was Black and White. 
uh, from our friend Peter Mullins. It doesn't matter if you're black or... Yep. You played this? Did you ever play it? Yeah, I played it. It was uh, I was playing on an old laptop, and it it was too clunky and slow, and you know that obviously colors my impression of it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Right. Are you ready for this? You're gonna like this. This is quite impressive. Oh, um, yeah. What do you think was the best fighting game in the year 2000? Then what took best fighting game in 2000? Like a Tekken or something? Was it a Tekken? Tekken Four was 2002. It was Tekken Three was 1998. It was. It wasn't either of those. Do you want me to tell you what it was? UFC. There you go for Dreamcast. Wow. Ultimate Fighting Championship for Dreamcast took the uh, took the prize. Back only, in 2000. It only took, took um, nine years for them to release another one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But now they're doing it every year. So. Yeah. 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 And the, the, what's really interesting, the only information it has is the the featured uh, fighters. That's all there is. That's all there is on the the, the description. For fighters exist in the real world and in this game. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much that. Uh, best sports game. See if you can guess. See if you can guess. Uh, it's got to be a Madden or a FIFA. It is a Madden. Well, uh, I didn't know this was a quiz. I get a point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Madden. Madden NFL 2001 for PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. Very good. There you go. Uh, best racing game. Here we go. Best racing game. Oh, God, time now. Is it a burnout? No. Nope. <laughs> oh. Any ideas, Duke? Yeah, I think I know. I think it's Need for Speed Motor City, isn't You're it? You're looking at them, aren't hey, no, you? No, it's a total guess. Good. I'll get a point. I get uh, yeah. seven points. Yeah, Need for Speed. I got it exactly right. But what's interesting, that was a PC. There's a lot of PC games in 2000 that were, uh, you oh, know. Way back in the day. Yeah, taking best in show. It became a dead platform. I know, yeah. Uh, best role-playing game, Neverwinter Nights, a game for that. Uh, best action-adventure game. What do you think that was? What what do you think was could be considered as an, as an action adventure game? Uh, probably like first person shooters was probably more action adventure. Yeah, there. you'd think that, wouldn't you? But it wasn't anything like that. It was actually. Uh, you want me to tell you? Uncharted three? No. <laughs> oh yeah, in the year two thousand. Yeah. yeah. They predicted that there would be two Uncharted's, and then they made the third one as a prequel. No, it was Escape from Monkey Island. Was it? Oh yeah, well yeah, that is an it's an adventure game. game. Uh, but it was the fourth. It was the fourth one in the series, which I did play. I played all the Monkey Island games. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is one I played. Okay, now this one's interesting. Best action game. Best action game. We would not call it an action game today. No, we wouldn't. But there's also something interesting about what platform it's on. Oh yeah. Yeah. That which which I never would have seen coming. But yeah, that's... Game Boy Advanced. <laughs> No, no best action game. An end gauge. <laughs> uh, Halo Combat Evolved for the PC though, the PC version of it. That's Sorry, the my buzzer's stuck. Yeah, what's all that about? Yeah, that's very interesting. I, I guess well, I knew that they put it out for the PC, but yeah, well, um, Halo did define the first-person shooter for consoles, so maybe first-person shooters. Wasn't really well known back then. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting, but it was the launch of the Xbox that year, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Best peripheral hardware. What do you think that was? Best peripheral hardware that year. Like a dance mat. No, it was the Xbox. That's that's what it was. What? The Xbox oh. console. There you go. That was. Oh, the best. I didn't. I didn't know it was counting consoles. I thought it was like peripherals, as in. You yeah. know. Wow. You know what they gave it for two thousand nine? Yes. Yes. We saw that. Yeah, well, that was good. Guess what? Part. The best peripheral slash hardware for 2009 last, was G3 last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
DJ hero? <laughs> no, you should know. It's been big. It was big for Xbox this year. It was big. Oh, Natal. Yeah, Project Natal. Um, okay. And then we've got best PC game, which was also black and white. We've got uh, best console game. This one quite nice. Jet Grind Radio for the Dreamcast. What the hell is that? I've, um, I've, I've heard a lot of people... This is kind of like a cult classic. I yeah, think. it is. But there was Jet Set Radio, and Jet, it's the same. It oh, was I think it's the sequel. It's it's the same, the no, 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 it's the same game. It was called Jet Set Radio in Japan and Jet Grind Radio in North America. Uh, well, so that, that game's, I know that game's got a lot of uh, following. and Jurassic love. Park, they're cool. Yeah, people loved Jet Set Radio. It was a huge game. You can you can play it as an Xbox original. What kind of game was it? It was like, it was a weird game. I never played it, but it had this <laughs> What weird... kind of game was it? It was just weird. <laughs> no, it had some weird art style, didn't it? Well, it says on Wikipedia under genres, action slash platformer. Yeah, it was a, it was a really odd type of game. Does it but say it... slash weird as well? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It was, from what I can gather, it was an odd. It was an odd game, but very cool. A lot of people really liked it. A lot of people really liked that game. And yeah, uh, yeah, best original game, uh, black and white again. Mm-hmm. Um, best of show, uh, black and white. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Black and white uh, did the do of that year. There you go. So there you go. So that was E3 in 2000. Yeah. Uh, so it's quite cool. It's quite cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, hardware. Hardware in 2000. We had uh, Bandai's Wonder Swan Color handheld in Japan. <laughs> Fantastic. I got it. I got it. I love it. Whatever uh, that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got six of those. Sega's Naomi I 2. All at the same time. Yeah. Naomi 2 arcade console. Whatever that is. And know. we had Sony's PlayStation 2 home console. Wow, that's been around for 10 years. That's got to be the longest console still being sold. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine? I mean, maybe the original Nintendo sold yeah. for more years, like, new. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, that's impressive. I mean, this is, I mean, going through some of the events that happened uh, uh, that year, one of, one of the cool ones was, uh, yeah, Nintendo sells its 100th millionth Game Boy handheld console. Wow. Yeah, it does. Hundred millionth. So I wonder how many how many is the DS sold now? I wonder. Seven hundred trillion. Billion. So there we go. Yeah, and their consoles don't do very well either. Yeah. No, the Wii sold hardly any, didn't it? Really? No. I mean, they try and bring out new colours and stuff. And it's not <laughs> working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was also the year that Microsoft uh, acquired Bungie. Yeah. This was also the year that Microsoft acquired Bungie. They decided to take the jump. Yeah, and look what that did. Was, uh, <laughs> I love that one, Dick. That was good. Uh, this one's quite significant. Popcap Games was founded in 2000. Oh, snap! What was their first game ever? I don't know. Let's have a look. Let's have it a look. was Pop the Cap. <laughs> pop the Cap. You have to pop uh, a cap with people's asses. Their first game was Bejeweled. That makes sense. There you go. Bejeweled. That was a classic. And, yeah, Peggle and Plants vs. Zombies, which is apparently coming to the arcade, which will be cool because that is a really good people game. People are still playing Bejeweled to this day. I know. I know. True. What was, well, the, what was the one you got free with, the 360? Wasn't that what you got free? No, that was Hexic. Hexic. Oh, Hexic HD. That was what you got free, wasn't it? I knew there was a puzzle game you got free. Hexic HD. Hexic. Oh, I can't say HD. it. Yeah, that one. Um, so, yeah, lawsuits. Nintendo of America, uh, Sega American Electronic Arts Incorporated versus Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> They're happening. 
Uh, yeah, the lawsuit was over piracy, negligence, and profiting from counterfeit video game products sold on <gasps> Yahoo auctions. Oh, naughty Yahoo. Uh, yeah. uh, the lawsuit is fully dropped in 2001 in order to cooperate, uh, cooperate against piracy. So there you go. There oh, you go. So Yahoo just went, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Won't do it again. Oh, amazing. Um, and Nintendo commits over 80 million US dollars to issuing gloves to over a million children after numerous reports of serious hand injuries from the controllers <laughs> whilst oh, playing man. certain stages of Mario <laughs> the N64. They issued gloves to a million children. Oh, I never got one. I'll play Mario for the 64. I've got my glove. Oh, my glove. I'm going to write to Nintendo and say, I'm still playing Mario 64 and it hurts my hands because you made a controller that looks like a retarded octopus. So I need gloves. So did you? Did you not? Page about Mario Party, it says some players got blisters and other hand injuries from rotating the analog stick using the palms of their hands instead of using their thumb. Some wore away the stick because it was not very durable. I did that on the game recently. The stick was terrible on the N64. What game did I do that on? I did that on the game recently where I was doing that. What the hell was that? Heavy Rain. No, (laughs) but I did play a game recently. Oh no, it was. uh, No, it wasn't. Was it? Was it? Heavy Rain. No, I was thinking it was Alan Wake when you were starting up a generator, but it wasn't that. I think it was Bayonetta. Bayonetta, you have to twist the stick around. There was definitely a game I played recently where, oh, it was Thingy, wasn't it? God of War, uh, God of War 3. Oh, right. You had to do that, you know, when you had to twist the... the neck off and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Yes, it was that. Mario Party 8 for the Wii was withdrawn from UK game stores in 2007 uh, because Kamek used the word spastic. And some consumers complained yeah, well, because it was used to good. refer to a mentally challenged person. Have I got yeah. Mario Party? I've got a Mario Party game for the Wii. I don't know which one it is. Well, they re-released it, replacing <sighs> the word spastic with the word erratic. Yeah, well, I don't know if I've got which one I've got. I've got the spastic. I have got Dude, Mario Party. You might Party have the 8. cop killer version of Body Counts out. I, I have might got, be Mar- I have got Mario Party edition. Eight. Yeah, I want to know where this word is. Collectors. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but that's a, that's. The, I want to find out if this is the spastic uh, version. This is Chinny's life mission now. Oh yeah. Um, so let's have a look at some of the games apart from the E3, apart from Black and White, which apparently won everything at E3. Um, yeah, we had The Sims was released in January. Sims uh, for the PC, the very first one ever. Uh, yeah, it's gone on to yeah, be quite popular, hasn't it? Somewhere uh, else. <laughs> He's yeah. never done anything what? since. Or whatever. Um, yeah, Thief 2. Did anyone play Thief? Or Thief? I loved Thief. Right. Thief was awesome. And apparently they're making a Thief 4. Apparently. Mm. We'll see about that. But yeah, Thief 1 and 2 was great. Thief 3? Nah. 1 and 2 brilliant. So Thief brilliant. 2 came out March the 21st of that yeah, year? Yeah, that's what I was playing now. I was playing that on the PC. There you go. There you go. Uh, Soldier of Fortune, March <gasps> 27. The original, not 2. Oh, oh I've played 2 a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited there. I did play the first one as well. I played both. I played both. And, yeah, the, even I only the played first... Soldier of Fortune 2 on the, on the multiplayer, and I played all the modded mops. And, uh, yeah, and I, bet, yeah. I played I all the modded mops and, and the maps. I bet you had the uh, body dismemberment turned up to the uh, max. Uh, well. not really. It was a gruesome game. Really gruesome. Single player was. The multiplayer was yeah. like that. Very gruesome. Um, yeah, Perfect Dark. Uh, May the twenty second on the yeah. N sixty four. No. Uh, EverQuest. Did anyone play EverQuest games? <laughs> nope. Okay, move on. Deus, Deus, Deus X. Deus X. Yeah. Deus X. Yeah, that Dex. came out on June the twenty fifth. I remember playing that, but then I reached a point where there was stealth required, and I was like, ah, I suck at stealth. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never played a Deus Ex game, but I heard they are quite large. Is it like a shooter RPG? Is that how it Yeah, well, it's a shooter, definitely. I don't know how much RPG there is in it, but... Yeah, Deus Ex. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 2. Yay, Diablo 2! I'm guessing you played a lot of this, then. Oh, I love Diablo and Diablo 2. Those were great games. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never to be played. Three coming out someday. Yeah, I've never played a Diablo game, so I'm not sure what I'm missing. You haven't lived, man. I, I'm sure that's true. Did you, did you ever try Sacred Two? No, because it's a lot like that. Like you, you kind of a lot of the battle is sort of just like holding down the attack button. It's, it's sort like, of like, like Gauntlet like, in a way. Like think of a very, very fancy, polished, more sophisticated version of Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. I'll get there with that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good formula. It works. Um, yeah, so we have that. Jet Set Radio, which we've already uh, met. You skipped one. Well, Icewind Dale. Yay! That was, that was um, I think it was Bioware, or it was in the same sort of spirit as that. No, it was Black Isle, but it was, you know, that same sort of, like, Dungeons yeah. & Dragons RPG type thing. It was great. I played it. It was good. Yeah, Black Isle, they've done, they did the original Fallout and then Fallout 2. Well, there you go. So they did both of those. Uh, and you obviously- may carry on now. Then they went on to become Obsidian, which were obviously making Fallout New Vegas. So there you go. Obviously. So there you go. So that's what happened to Black Owl Studios. Ah, so there you go. Uh, yeah, Jet Set Radio, we've already mentioned. Final Fantasy uh, Nine. Yay! That was a good game. That was the one, because 8 sucked so bad. They were like, we got to make a good one now. And it was basically like they were remaking 7 in a lot of ways. But whatever, it worked. Well, you're a Square Enix fanboy. You don't really play JRPGs. <laughs> you only play Square Enix games. Yeah, you're exactly. fanboy. And you only like Western RPGs because you're yeah. from the West. You know nothing. You, yeah. Duke knows nothing. Uh, then the, already in August, they had the first uh, expansion for The Sims, which was The Sims Living Large. So that <sighs> came out in August already. Um, the Sims. I know. Uh, Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 2. Oh. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I thought we banished all skating games. No, to t- t- Tony, t- that was when the Tony Hawk games were good, remember, uh, dude? Yeah, one game. I don't that. think I ever played them back then. Oh. Yeah. And then there was an expansion. Oh, guy, Tony Hawk. <laughs> there was, uh, and then we had Baldur's <laughs> Gate. Sorry. Next, we had Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of... Yay! That and, was Bioware, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Bioware, yeah. Yay! So you like that? Play it? Yeah, that was a good game, too. I played that a lot. There you go. Uh, yeah, roller coaster tycoon, loopy landscapes. <laughs> I got roller. I had a roller coaster tycoon. I don't. I can't remember which one I had. That was such something. a weird concept. I was yeah, like, I just then couldn't get in the like sim hospital and all these theme park. <laughs> the, see, yeah. hit, the, um, yeah. theme, theme hospital was good. I liked it. Why? I why? enjoyed those games. I work working one in real life. Why would I want to pretend to work in one? Well, I don't. Okay. See if they had Sim University, you'd be all over that, Stu. <laughs> yeah, Sim University. You just yeah, but like that we just sort of not remember very much and just get pissed all the time. That's that's what you, that's what uni students. I have do. to remember things. University is what you make pissed. of it. Take drugs. Um, yeah, and then we had this. This does like I could be talking about this year, couldn't I? Pokemon <laughs> Gold Pokemon, and Silver. Yeah. <laughs> how do you get six hundred uh, Pikachu on a bus? I don't know. How. Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon. No. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert 2, we had. Uh, Dead or Alive 2 Hardcore. What does that mean? They have even less clothes on. Is that hardcore. Is that, is that how that works? Yeah, it does sound a little bit dodgy, doesn't it? Hardcore. Hardcore. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask uh, for the N64 is next up. 
Mm. I never got into that. A, a lot of people are kind of split between Ocarina of Time and the Majora's Mask as being the greatest Zelda games ever. Yeah. Uh, and link, a link to the past as well. But never got into Majora's Mask. Never tried it. Never never give it a proper go. Yeah. I, I think I did try it a little tiny bit, but then I was like, eh. I didn't give it a fair try. That's what I should say. Uh, this one's quite interesting. Interesting one uh, for next up. Uh, the Probably the longest enduring online multiplayer game. Uh, Counter-Strike was released in 2000. <sighs> 10 years well. and it's still going. Yeah, I, I've, I bought it. And yeah? I bought it. I Umpteen mods and updates and God You're knows. You go in it now and everyone just owns you. Oh, I'm sure. Every, those people have been playing it for the last 10 years, though. Yep. That's the reason. Those people live that game. Yep. Really, yep. Really. And, it, and it did bring, you know, the you know like a, a store where you could upgrade your weapons and all that sort of stuff to it. And it, it did definitely... Uh, Change the way people play first-person shooters online. Yeah, definitely. And it still is doing now. You know, it's been going a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, then what have we got? Uh, Banjo-Tooie for the N64. Can you play that? Yeah. Banjo-Tooie? No? Yeah. No? Um, not Banjo-Tooie, no. I play Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Banjo-Tooie. And finishing off at the end of December. Yeah, there's still games being released in December, which is quite interesting. Because you very rarely get a few games coming out in December now, do you? Uh, but we had Rayman 2, The Great Escape. Yeah, no, um, never really got into Rayman either. Never liked Rayman. No, I mean, I never played a Rayman game, so I, I suppose I wouldn't know. Um, and that's pretty much the year that was, 2000. So there's well, quite, yeah. Yeah, quite a lot of pop-cap games. That's, yeah. Yeah. How many puzzle games would we not have to play now? We wouldn't be hooked on Peggle. And such like. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty good year. It was a good year, wasn't it? Two thousand. Lots of stuff happened in two thousand. Um, yes. So there you go. Um, yeah. Before we go, uh, before we go, um, because it is that time, and I think we're sort of running over now. Um, actually, oh, I'll wait, we should talk about seventeen more things. No, actually, I'll save it till next week. Okay. So, you tease. I know. Yeah. Actually, I'll save it till next week. I think. We'll Let save. me just okay. tell you something really important. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Do not have the juiciest think, secret. Just, You've never heard anything no, this good. You know, I think we've ended up talk, talking about it for quite a while, so I'd like to give it its due, you know. Oh, what the hell? We're only at three and a half hours. Let's go for it. No, no. And, and I've no real idea how long we're at because it stopped three times tonight already, so I've no real three idea. Three and a half hours. No idea. Uh, sorry. Yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, let's, uh, I think it's time really to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here, really. Yes. Uh, yeah, do that. Um, so, yeah, Chini, you first up, go. I will shout out Duke because he has been um, coding things on the old website and that. So, uh, shout and, out to and, Duke. And the result is the forums. You should come by, people. Check yeah, them out. Write some stuff. No big deal. and at the top right, which is in shiny red. It's got forums, and you yep. can join. Um, you might have a bit of a slow activation email, but Duke will get around to that, I'm sure. Uh, I'm on it, baby. Yeah, veteran, veteran uk. Just just to mention that website address again, yeah. And there's a button at the top that says forums new. You can't miss it. I think I've just said all that. Um, yeah. yeah. Veterangamers.co.uk. Hey, by the way, there's a link at the top of the website yeah. that says. You suck. Uh, I, yeah. I, see, I see what you did there. Yeah, I see what, see what I did. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Shout out to Duke. Shout out to iPeep for the email. Cheers for that. Yay. Shout out to Greg and Steve for giving out some podcasts and lots of video and pictures when they went to E3. They did a good yeah. job of 
covering everything and um, it's nice. I, I, I'm looking forward to speaking to Greg tomorrow when we can talk about E3. Yeah. Uh, and shout it to the weather because it's been very nice. Ah, there you go. It has been nice, actually. That is that is definitely true to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Duke. Yes, I will also shout out IP because we had a p- cool chat the other day and uh, he mentioned that he listens to Lupe Fiasco, which is awesome. Cause he's oh, awesome. yes. One of my kick, favorite rappers. Push, kick, push, kick, yeah. push, coast. What's the, what's um, the uh, thing that he, he mentions how uh, he, he street fighter players and he really yeah. hates Zangief? I will also shout out Chinny because he recommended the movie Dave Gorman, Unchained America, and we watched that last night, and it's awesome. People Thank should you. definitely check it out. It was really well made and funny and interesting. And I, know, knew, I knew you and your girlfriend would love that because you're yeah, all about no, anti-advertising. Yeah, and no doubt, man. Man and all this. You yeah. just made him feel really young, Duke and his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm a <laughs> boy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, it is, girl, it is his friend, and she's a girl. So that's right. Exactly. Yeah, technically, that's true. It is um, but uh, yeah, no, it's a great movie. Everybody should check it out if you haven't seen it. It's uh, it's well worth the watch. Well, and... don't you know? Don't you know? Chini's always right with what he tells you. Thank yeah. you. He just knows. He Thank just knows. you. Yeah. Have no, either of you played Saw? Was going to be awesome. Have, have, so. have <laughs> no. you played Saw? No, I haven't. No, I haven't played Saw. Shut up. Um. I will also shout out Alienized Eagle because uh, he and I played some uh, Modern Warfare 2 the other day. And he was like, at the end of it, he was like, I'm sorry I wasn't talking much, but I was like, dude, you were shouting out enemy positions. That's what you're supposed to do when you got a mic on. So cheers to him. He's awesome. And James Beardo sent me a message on Xbox Live saying, loving the podcast. So shout out to him. And I meant to do it last week, but you know what? The crazy hullabaloo involved with running a live show, it just got to be too much. All the pressure, man. That's me done. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, very much for that. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'd like to shout out Chini for always being right. Whatever Thank he said. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I am right again. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, the song where he mentions uh, Street Fighter is Gold Watch. Yeah. Well, there you go. Chini's always right, so don't argue. He knows his yeah. stuff. Just don't argue with him. Um, yep. Yeah, so we've got that. Um, yes, I'd, I have got a shout out for another podcast. I have to say. How oh, oh. dare you? I know. I, I knew you'd be cheating. How long has this been going on? Um, yeah, I'd like to shout out the BGM-On podcast. Uh, so if you want to look it up on iTunes, it's BGM-On. And it's a new show from the guys over at what used to be Thumbsticks, which is now 30 Seconds of Fun. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I'm going to be totally frank now. I'm going to say, right, when I sort of read the description, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about this at all. It sounds a bit weird. And and basically, the podcast is, you know, it's about game music, background music. Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, the host, and I think I'm, I think it is Rinky Dinky Dan, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think it's Rinky Dinky Dan, but I might BGM be wrong. what? BGM dash on. They've only got one show up, and it's only 24 minutes. Uh, but basically, he just talks about his favorite game music, and he'll give you a bit of a reason why he likes it oh, so much, and then it. play it for you. And there's about five tracks on there, five or six different different tracks, and I really liked it. It was a bit like uh, Desert Island Discs for video games. Uh, yeah, so I quite enjoyed it, and he's going to bring a few more. So I thought, and some of the, do you know what was quite weird when you hear? I mean, because I've heard game soundtracks in isolation, but when you hear some of the other stuff in ice, because he played a track from Super Mario uh, Galaxy, 
And it was like, really? That was in that. It just sounded nothing like. It was like the. It was a bit like. It sounded like the music from Heavy Rain. You know, really dramatic and. I was like, wow, that was that. I was quite. That's one I thing I did like about Heavy Rain. Wasn't yeah, it? the music was very cool. The way it was implemented. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, the the gamesmen do a good job of that because they always have like music on their show. Like yeah. they have featured music from a from a one game they're going to be talking about and. I think the the last episode they did the intro was like all the music was from Transformers, but right. the intro like the intro music in particular was awesome and it was from Transformers and yeah when you're listening to it and it all fits in with the game you, it's kind of like a uh, um, just a slice of something that's like a bigger cake you know but. Uh, when you listen to it on its own, you appreciate it a lot more. So yeah, well, definitely, yeah. it was quite interesting. He did one which was just the save screen. Uh, for, I think it was Metroid Prime for the Metroid Prime game, and it was the music from the save screen, and it was really cool. And it's like that's just on where you save. <laughs> oh, I am sick of the music of um, the save screen and the, the loading screens in Bayonetta. Oh, God, it's so. Oh, and if yeah. I hear a cover of "Fly Me to the Moon," Japanese pop star, oh, I'm gonna go crazy because it's just such a poor cover. Yeah. I love anyway. the original though. That'd be great yeah. if that was in there. So yeah, that's that's it's pretty darn cool. So yeah, yeah. get you get yourself over there and listen. I'm, gonna, to I'm, I'm subscribed now, so I'm gonna yeah, have to a listen. Um, yeah, and we've got four four iTunes reviews this week. Wow! Uh, I quick. Do them quick. Hurry up. I know. Number can you one. Just, can you just have a quick check if there's any on the American? I haven't. There's checked none it. on the American side. I checked. Go check. number one. Um, yeah. So we've got uh, by Drop Bird to the Face Mofo. Uh, I think he's updated his. I think he had one he's updated. But best gaming podcast on the net makes the day at work a little bit better. And bonus day, have a quiz. Keep it up, guys. Well, we sometimes have a quiz. Yeah, sometimes. ShantyDan86. Next one, yeah. Grant666UK. Uh, 90% amazing. Only only four stars as well, and he promised to change this. He hasn't, but I guess he won't be doing now anyway. Uh, but basically, put love these guys, and it's one of my top podcasts. Have to say, sometimes a chat from the USA can get a little over the top, and he does go overboard with the sound effects. Apart from that, it's a very good show. Four stars. <laughs> Smash up Duke soundboard, and you will get five. So there you go. There you go. That's Never what over my cold, okay. dead hand. Uh, next one. Awesome by Woo Boo uh, Woo Boo Woo Bob nine nine nine. He says you three make the best podcast ever, but this week's was just stupid without the sound effects. Also, don't stop the quizzes; it's one of the best parts. So please bring back both of these. So they are, I think these are like multiple personalities. I know. Sort of oh who are like, I love the quiz. I hate the quiz. I love uh, the sound effects. These sound effects are horrible. I know. It's funny, isn't it? And then the final one by uh, Marky Green. Marky Green, he says, keep up the good work. I've been listening to these guys for well over a year now, and I find them funny, informative, and well-opinionated. Uh, from Duke's comedy sound clips to Chinny's take on most of the indie games always makes me chuckle during lunch times at work. Uh, Stu steers the show with confidence, and it never goes off course. Yeah, little does he know. And uh, <laughs> these guys made me determined to finish Red Dead in a weekend just so I could hear the spoiler section of the show. So there you go. So we made him finish Red Dead in quick, smart time so he could listen to the to the end of the show. How funny There's is that? There's aliens at the end. There is aliens at the end. Um, and that really is about it. That really is about it. Apart from to say, don't forget to come to veterangamers.co.uk and sign up to the forums and come and say hello so we can actually get to know who's listening for a change. Yeah. You know? so that'd be cool. And come and give your opinions about stuff. There you go. How about that? Stuff. Stuff. And on that note, we need to get the hell out of here. So I'll say, yeah, bye-bye. 
Farewell to all the people who listen to our show. Jama Fool. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Instead.